AEW podcast. If we can call this the uh, what kind of semi instant reaction to AEW Do or Nothing and WWE Night of Champions. And I know we have not talked. The three of us have not said a word to each other about either of these shows. So we are getting live reaction the same way you guys are getting live reaction. You know the crew. You know the triple threat. My name is Matt. I am your host, joined by my co-hosts, Rhodesia and Eshan. It is Monday morning. First time I think we've ever recorded a pod on Monday morning. So great to see you guys on a Monday morning. How you guys feeling? Are we ready to discuss Night of Champions and Double or Nothing? Definitely. Um, before we get started, I just want to honor those men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice. I hold you close to my heart today and their families. I hold you even closer to my heart today. We are recording on Memorial Day here in the United States. Nice. But yeah, guys, let's get into some wrestling. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Night of Champions. Kind of a, a callback to the pod we just did, episode 36, right? Or 37, excuse 37. me. 37. We're on 38. Where we talked about... Hey, what's more important? If Roman Reigns was defending his title, we say, hey, what's more important? What should go on last? Should Roman go on last and that title defense takes him over to 1,000 days? Or should the new championship title go on last? And we talked about it. I think both of you guys said that Roman should not go on last and it should be the new championship. If you want to make it important, put it on last. But WWE decided not to do that at Night of Champions. Let me just ask you, though. And, of course, we'll get into each match. Seeing how the show finished, are you okay with the Bloodline story finishing the pay-per-view and AJ and Seth starting the pay-per-view? Because it's the Bloodline, they are given certain privileges. So, yes, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I'm happy that they did start the show because they did bring attention to it. I know a lot of people was mad because that title did not finish it. But again, it's still the bloodline storyline. So to me, they will always kind of have that that ability to then that luxury to be able to go on last. I'm happy with it. What y'all thinking? I got to be honest with you guys. I got to keep it real. Come from the streets, the hard streets of Detroit. I don't care where they put that championship title. If they want it to be a lame duck championship and have it in an opener. Having openers, not my title. That's right. The hard streets. You could could never be serious. Like nobody would believe you, sir, that you are ever from any type of hard streets at all. And then you say, "I'm gonna be honest with you." No, that you're lying. How you? How you? How are you starting a special pod on a lie, man? What are we doing here? You know, I feel like I need to get my lawyer involved for this. 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 This criminal activity is happening. You're trying to frame me. Around the world, everybody knows they're easy to thug. All right, but as I said, yay! If WWE wants to put their world championship, (laughs) they want to put their world championship in the opener, you know, and set it back. Let them do it. You know, it was it was a nice card placement. It was a nice little match for the for the for the beginning. So they got what they wanted there, and then we got a hot finish at the end. So I'm fine with it. If they're fine with having a second rate championship, I'm fine with it too. So you think that because they. I was probably about to ask the same thing. So you think Mm -hmm. that because it started the show, it devalued the championship? I think that the, I think the uh, title's already been devalued in the eyes of the fan. 
You know, I think this would have been an opportunity to put it on last and, and make it be the shine, make it be the number one. They didn't do that. So I think the perception that the championship had going into the pay-per-view is still there. So they got some uphill uh, uphill battle, you know, to get it to where they wanted it to be. I'm sure they'll get it there. But, uh, hey, it still is a good pay-per-view. I don't think that it changes anything. I don't think it devalues the belt. I don't think it makes it secondary to, in the fans' eyes. If you don't know the bloodline is the most important story of all of wrestling by this point, you're not paying attention. So the way that finish was in the main event, you can't put that anywhere else on that card but last. Nothing would have been able to top what we saw at the end of that match. So I liked it. I liked having it going first. We know, hey, if you're not first or if you're not last, you want to be first on wrestling shows. I didn't have a problem with it whatsoever because of the significant shift in the storyline that we got. Now, if there was not a significant shift, we're probably having a different conversation. If it was just a clean victory by KO and Sammy, or even just a clean victory by Roman and Solo, then it's like, all right, that was probably the wrong call, and that's pretty bad. But it wasn't. It's pretty significant, and this story is now going to take us all the way through the summer. So I'm okay with it. But let's go ahead and start with the first match. It was Seth and AJ. I thought it was a very good match. I don't think it was as good as I was hoping for it to be. I thought it was going to be like a match of the year candidate. I don't think it was that good. But if I was grading it from like A to F, I'd definitely give it, you know, probably a B plus. Uh, Seth does win the new championship. So shout, shout out to Seth. Congrats to him. We thought it was common sense. Like, it had to go on him. He's been the workhorse. He is the one that, if it wasn't for Roman holding his belt for two and a half years, he would have been had a probably lengthy run. Definitely made the call here, the right call. I thought it was great. What did you guys think of the match itself? Man, for starters, I thought that there was no doubt that Seth was not going to win. But I will be lying to you, and half of y'all will be lying to yourselves too, if y'all didn't think when um, AJ Styles first came out, and how the energy felt there, and the crowd loved him. He got a huge pop. I'm like, oh my god, man! If you remember, I'm like, oh, AJ got to win now. AJ got to win now. And of course, I know Seth deserved it. He has worked so hard. But for a split second, I really did think AJ was going to win. Um, I didn't think it was match of the year candidate either. I'm going to give the match actually an A. It just was not what I had expected because overall, though, it was still just a solid all around great match. Uh, but it was not. It was maybe a little slower than probably than what I thought it would be between the two of them, but still a great match, just not kind of what I expected. Um, I had a really high bar for them, but I don't want to take my expectations away from the actual grade of that match. So, Yeah, I thought it was a, a nice little match. I thought it was going to be that match. I didn't think it would be a, a match of the year candidate, to be honest with you. I, I just didn't feel like it had the juice going into it to be that. Um, the hook was the championship, and, I, you know, this championship seemed like a, a IC title match to me, to be honest with you. It, it just wasn't. It was, it was a nice little match. A nice little match that opened the show. Uh, it was fine. I saw uh, a lot of varying degrees of opinions on match two on this card. That was Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch. <laughs> Trish Stratus does defeat Becky. With the help of Zoe Stark, who was chilling great. under the ring. Um, She's a beast. What was your guys' thoughts on the finish of Zoe helping Trish Stratus and then just your thoughts on the actual match. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Trish actually impressed me. Remember at Mania, I didn't quite get to see the full match, but being able to watch Trish from beginning to end and the bell 
to Belle, she wasn't winded at all. Um, again, Becky's such a great dance partner. She, I don't really ever remember her having a bad match. Again, she's not my favorite wrestler, but I will always give her her props and her honor. Um, but I was really impressed with how Trish performed. I was really happy with the finish. I liked how both of them looked. And damn, Trish looked great. I'm kind of interested in hearing Matt's uh, opinion because when I say Trish does well, she said he, he'll he go, she was the shit. So, Matt, go ahead and say, what, what did she think about the match? No. So, did you watch them? You watched the match in, in totality? Absolutely, I did. Okay. So, then, did you think, because we talked about the lead up to Mania, right? How, God bless her heart. God bless Lita, her heart. Sweetheart, I think it was good that you kind of, you're, you're stepping away right now. As much as we love Lita. Yeah, for sure. Wasn't working. It was just something that was off. Did you get that same feeling Saturday watching Trish Stratus and Becky? I was up here like, how old is Trish? (laughs) I'm like, shit, I could only imagine and hope for me to be that agile when I'm that age. No, but we've, uh, you know, no, no slight to Lita. She's a great, she's a legend. Um, but I always felt like Trish, at one point in time, she was like the best women's worker in the country at, mm-hmm. in the eyes of some people. So I didn't think that she will fall that far from that. Um, okay. I wasn't really that surprised by what I thought was a good match at Night of the Champions. And that's what I'm tripping on. I thought she looked awesome in that match. Mm-hmm. So for me to kind of see the varying degrees of opinions on... Man, that was great. They did that to that was horrible. I saw that online. What were they I was saying like, that was horrible about. Did they say Tris was over? Like she, she's she's not good anymore. Like the, oh, wow. they didn't flow. It didn't click. And I thought it was funny watching that match. To me, it felt like Trish was working in like one and a half times speed. But it worked. But not for the even say not for the bad. Right. But for the but good. typically sometimes when you work that fast, you're working too fast. Mm-hmm. And she was working fast, in my opinion. Like, selling was fast, movement was fast, but it mm-hmm. was a different type of match. It wasn't like something we typically see in a WWE match, women's match in particular. If you, if you go back and kind of watch it, it had a, it had a definitely a different type of feel. But Rhodesia, to your point, she her cardio was there, her breath was there, the facials were there. The heel tactics were there. As much as I was not high on uh, her promo from Monday, I am even more high on the match. I thought the match was was great. One of the I thought it meant, I thought it would be good, but it, if I kind of look at the show, it was probably one of the things I was most pleasantly surprised by was yeah. how good that match was. We know Becky can go, so a lot of times I kind of just put her to the side because. We know she's in there with somebody who can go to. The match is always going to be great. But I, I, I thought they did fantastic. Very surprised by the Zoe Stark um, interference. I'm happy about it because they are putting her in a prime spot. Mm-hmm. They are throwing her in the deep end yep. very, very quick. Sink or swim. We know she's going to swim. But for her to be now in a feud with Becky Lynch and maybe be the heavy of Trish Stratus, who knows if Trish is going to be around weekly now or maybe Trish is gone for a month and then she comes back for a Summer Sam build. But I thought it was very, very good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Whew, I, I was scared you are going to say the opposite of that. But yeah, no. Trish, Trish, you did well, Trish. You did real good. I was proud of you at Night of Champions. You showed everybody what you made of. Yeah, it was a great match. Um, I'll be honest with you, like uh, as far as Becky matches, I think her matches are fine. 
I think for her, like my her appeal for me is the personality, is the charisma, is the promo. Okay. Um, I think that her matches are they're fine, and and there's a lot of wrestlers out there matches they just need to be fine, and you're going to be invested, and, it's, and you're, you're going to go, you're going to be a uh, walk away from the match satisfied. I think that's what I was. I think Trish was phenomenal in the match. I loved. Uh, Zoe coming out there because you know that puts her as you said in a spotlight and I think that gives her the rub and this is what I've mentioned or I was talking about with the world title I think that if it would have went on last would have gave it a little bit of a rub a little bit of juice um, that I think it needed but it was fine where it's at I think this is a nice opportunity to kind of take Zoe Starks who could easily kind of gotten you know mixed up in the in the shuffle right um, like a Dana Brooke etc but this is going to put her in a spotlight I think it's great to kind of put her as a heavy for Trish Allow her to keep doing her thing. Continues the program. Great business. Mm-hmm. You did I that. agree. So that that was really good. And then they went right into Gunther and Ali, and they showed this fantastic video package wow. of Ali around Saudi Arabia, and and it was awesome, awesome stuff. I, I thought the match was exactly what it should have been. Gunther, of course, does defeat Ali. And it was what I wanted that we talked about on last pod. I didn't want to squash, but I wanted to be clear cut that Gunther was better, but give Ali some offense. And they had a really great false finish in that match with Ali. And, and the I crowd thought for popped. a second that yep. he was going to get the cover. For yep. it. Loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. What'd you guys think of that one? Nothing else more to say about that. I thought that beginning video package, like you said, was just so super emotional. Um, he had said a line, something along the lines that I'm not from Saudi, but I felt like a brotherhood here. And again, anytime you can, as a wrestler, they can get that feeling too. I can only imagine how much more passionate they become in, in their match. Get Same thing. Gunther was clearly the winner, but we had some good spots. Ali did not look like somebody else we'll talk about shortly, but great match. Exactly what I thought. But did think that it was going to uh, Ali was going to win for a hot second. Oh no, I had absolutely no thought that uh, Ali was going to win that match. But I like him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Just watch him in that match. I think he has a great look. Um, you know, he's he looks really like a bucks. He does. He sure he's, does. If you if you remember him from the Cruiserweight Classic, you know, years ago, like his body to where it is now. I mean, he's putting in a lot of work. He looks great. Yep. He has a great um, ring work. Um, you know, I would love for them to maybe um, put him on the shelf for a couple of months just to kind of rebuild a packaging character for him. Cause I think there's, you know, he's he's on TV, he's being featured, but I think there's something to him. I, I know he had the opportunity um, with uh, what's that uh, failed click they had retribution. Uh, retribution. You know, he had a lot of TV time that didn't work. Um, that might not have been the right role, but I'd love to see them do something else with him. Um, good good match. Gunther came and brought it. Um, yeah, I'll give it a good, a, a, a good B plus. You know what, you know, the thing about too, I was thinking about Guther and I can't remember the last match he has been in, in a high profile situation, you know, not just a normal average SmackDown match, but you know, high level, IC defense or a pay-per-view match, you know, premium live event. I cannot remember a match that he wasn't in. That wasn't at least very good to great. And to think that boy's good. Almost to think almost this time of last year, he was about to be on the outs. Yeah. Yeah. With Vince McMahon. It is documented. Vince, something happened in a match or a segment, and Vince soured on Gunther. And they were getting ready to bury him for the most part. And one of the things that I really was watching this show, and I was like, damn, yeah, we know Vince is still involved in the product, but he is not the week to week booker like he was before. And you, you can think feel about, his fingerprints, though. 
Yeah, you can feel his fingerprints, but you also can see where his fingerprints are not. And you look at Gunther, right? And we just, like I said, about a year ago, it was, ah, I'm not high on this guy. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. I wasn't the highest on him either with the name change. Because I'm like, why are they always got to change mm-hmm. names, right? But you look at what he's doing now. Think about Rhea Ripley. And we know that first run on the main roster was a failure. She wasn't confident. You could tell. She wasn't comfortable. You can tell. I don't know how Vince felt about her. But we all were like, damn, this girl is incredible. We know what she can do on NXT. She is like the next big thing. Look at her now. We'll talk, about, of course, about that match after we get to a couple other matches. But, man, she is just, she is unreal to me. Like, she just screams everything when she is on that TV screen. And just think that that is two of the more big wrestlers in WWE. And it's two people that may not be there in that position if Vince was still head booker in charge. You know, kind of just something to, to think about with that. Hey, but real I, talk, hey. though. Hey, I think you brought the transition pretty quickly. But, hey, before we go there. Both, I got a question for both of you guys. Yes. Are we really willing to admit now that Gunther is a better name than Walter? Mm. Not because we're think, used to Walter. I'm talking about mm-hmm. now. What, what, what really catches you? Which one? I still catch myself saying Walter. The difference with Walter Gunther is that his body completely changed, so he actually looks like a different person. Um, I like Gunther. It gives more of that, was it European's name in um has a little, mystique mm, mystique to yeah, him. Yeah, a little mm. Yeah, but but I don't yeah, I don't I don't care either way. He's still Walter in my heart. Fit Gunther is better than Fat Walter. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. But that's not their I, names though. It's not Fit oh, <laughs> Gunther right, and Fat that. Walter. Uh, yeah, give but, me Gunther. I, I think Gunther hey, you know what? And shout out to of course Samantha. Maybe I do. I was just was, about to say yeah, that. <laughs> maybe if she was able to call Walter, we probably would be hype on Walter because I'm sure she would have hit that Walter or something like that. But Man, I miss the, her the announcement. Yeah. Man, I so missed her announcement. Yeah. Go ahead. What you think, John? Man, figure it out. Mike Romeo is not the same. Hey Samantha, you gotta stop with them thirst picks on Twitter, man. I'm just saying. You no, you stop don't stop. You, no, you, you stop. don't stop. You about I to be a married it. woman. I respect Ricochet. I can't be out here looking at this, man. I, I need you to contain yourself. You can block her then on Twitter if you if it I can't. You but they just don't look at I, her. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't not look. I just need not to be there. I don't want to have to have, have any action. That's all. <laughs> uh, our next match, Asuka defeats Bianca Belair for the women's title. She hits the miss on the fingers to the eyes, and I love that finish. <laughs> it was creative because they already did the miss spot in the match. She missed her. And then they went back to it. I thought it was great. Um, let's get your guys' thoughts on the match first. And then I'll ask you, hey, like, what's next for Bianca? What would you guys think of the match? And what would you guys think of the finish? Match itself, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I thought the match flowed pretty well. I probably wouldn't give it an A. probably give it a B plus. Um, as far as Asuka winning, I was really happy. Didn't think she was going to win the way that that match flowed to me. At least when I was watching it, I did not think Oscar was going to win. So when she did, I was really surprised. Um, that so something so simple like putting your finger in somebody's eyes with mist on it, like who thought of that? But it was done so well. Um, overall, I give that match a B plus. And again, shout out to Bianca for just having being such a great role model for just putting her stamp in wrestling. 
Thank you, Bianca. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm ready to see what Oscar does. Now I'm happy Oscar won. I'm also a little bit nervous now how we're going to go from here, um, how she's going to lead as a champion. And I, hopefully that doesn't fall flat on its face. But I'm going to support Oscar. And again, shout out to the match. I give it a B plus. I was totally uninvested in this match. Um, I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Bianca was going to win. Uh, I wasn't really interested in the match itself. I actually was doing something else while I was watching this, the match. I just didn't care for it. I mean, I like Bianca, and I well, I love Bianca actually, and I like Oscar a lot. But it's just their few hadn't really got it for me as a fan. Um, but I was really surprised with that finish. It was very creative. Um, I kind of want to say I may have seen something similar with Great Muda back mm -hmm. in the day, but I don't mm -hmm. remember specifically. It seemed familiar, but I can't, I can't recall where I may have seen it from, but I thought it was very creative. It was a very surprising um, finish, which I liked. You know, it was a big surprise um, for Asuka winning. So I think Mission Accomplished there um, definitely has me intrigued on what's next for both those those women. Um, so yeah, Mission Accomplished for me. Um, the only... So let's talk about Bianca's reactions she's been getting outside the United States on these premium live events. So now it's two months in a row. We kind of chalked up Puerto Rico to very smart fan base. They know that EO has not been getting pushed the way we want properly. So they got behind EO. Cool. No problem. Bianca's been getting fantastic responses on, you know, SmackDown since. Now we fast forward to Night Champions in Saudi Arabia and Boo Birds kind of came out again and Asuka probably, I would say 60-40 maybe in terms of yeah. crowd reaction. You know, yeah. maybe around there, maybe 50-50. But so it happened again. Why? What do you think they're seeing that we're starting to see that shift a little bit? Is it maybe just, just that, hey, Bianca's had a, a long title reign and as fans, we want something fresh? Or do you guys think it's something more to it? I think it's the former. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, it's, I don't want to use the word stale because it's disrespectful to her and what she's done. But it is. Somebody wants something fresh. Like with Roman being champion for over a thousand days, we have seen, though, how that has evolved into a storyline, into a storyline. Yeah, him, his character is still mm -hmm. the same, but he has added so many different elements to it so that it can feel fresh. With mm -hmm. Bianca, she's just the EST. And again, I'm not saying just because Lord knows I love Bianca. Um, but people just want something different. And that's okay. Hey, right before I comment, my mom is blowing up my text. And she's talking about this, uh, her charging her car every day. She has this uh, new, I think, Mustang rechargeable car or something okay. like that. Oh, it's a really nice looking car. Slight, slight flex. Slight and flex, all right. She, I see you. She loves this charging the car thing. She's been texting me about it literally every day since she's had it. Uh, I don't know what she's talking about right now, but she's just, she loves the change of the <laughs> this charging this car. She got the uh, installed the little station installed in the in the garage. She's just in heaven right now with this thing. So, um, but going into the the match with uh, and, and Bianca, I think there's a little bit. I don't want to get too far into it, um, but I think that she has a little bit of a uh, Draymond Green syndrome going outside of uh the country i don't think that what do you those mean by types that? of uh, i don't think the 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 arrogant 
black athlete resonates outside of our country? I don't think it really resonates really inside of our country. Um, not as a strong pace. minded. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm yep. not that yep. way. You I, said I, arrogant. I, Do you think I she's come across as arrogant, arrogant since the last time they went to Saudi and she was there? She wasn't getting that reaction when they were there, I think in November. And I don't think her character has changed at all since then. So I don't know if I would call her arrogant. See, we take arrogant as a negative thing. I, like she's, well, let's say confident, right? I think people okay. like the word confident better than arrogant, right? Because yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's a certain things. The um, but there, it's, it's a little bit, right? Because when I say confident, I can be confident in myself. But when I'm consistently telling everybody I'm the best, strongest, it's like this, it, it kind of becomes a little bit much, right? It, it creeps into a different level. And I'm fine with the, where she's at as a character. But I think that the constant EST... Every single promo is might be a bit much for some people. It's fine with me. Um, I just don't think that resonates with a larger audience. Um, but it, you know, this break um, of her not holding the championship and giving it to Oscar, this might be what she needs to kind of refresh. Or, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about like, hey, maybe we need to see a, a heel version of Bianca. I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. Um, I'm I'm interested to see either way. I'm a fan of her as a character. She, I mean, I'm fine with her as a face. Um, I've seen her heel work in NXT. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, and to be quite honest with you, let's just be honest, her character hasn't really changed much since she was a, a, the heel Bianca, right? She just gets cheers now. And she was the arrogant heel back then, right? And her promo, her verbiage hasn't really changed very much. So that might be what it is. Um, we'll see. I was just looking. So she held the title for 419 days. I think Gunther's on a 353-day reign. Of course, Roman's on a 1,000-day reign. So WWE is absolutely making a conscious effort to update their history books, yeah. which I think is great. Right. Yeah. So 10 years from now, five years from now, we'll be talking about Bianca Belair's year-long reign, Gunther's year-plus-long reign, Roman Reigns' 1,000-plus-day reign. So I think that's awesome that we're not – Always having to go back to Hogan, Prejo Morales, Bruno San Martino, um, May Young, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I think that the potential crowd shift is strictly to uh, her character's been a little stagnant. That's all. Character's been a little stagnant, and we'll be honest that the feuds have not been the best. Not It's not her fault at all. I was pretty high on part two of Asuka and Bianca, you know, since Mania to now. I thought the Mania build was horrendous. Uh, who did she feud with before Asuka? She feuded with... Alexa, right? Alexa Bliss? Yeah, was that, that was Royal that. Rumble, right? Maybe. And that we knew that that sucked because yeah. we're like, okay, this is just a stepping stone to get Alexa to the next mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt segment. And that went nowhere. So I, yeah. I think she's had a couple of feuds that have landed Dud. Dud feud. pretty flat. Yeah. And I think the fans are just like, all right, we're tired of this. I can't wait to see what happens next for her. Uh, fresh start. I don't want to see her again in Asuka. I don't. But if we get that and we get a little bit of a character shift change, cool. We know it's not going right back on Bianca. That wouldn't make sense. Like You would just keep the belt on her. But what I am excited for is, do we see some type of heel persona? Do we see, like, what does she, how does she react to losing the belt for the first time in a year? Does she still think she's the EST, even though uh, Asuka cheated? But what does that look like? What does that sound like? That's what I'm really, really excited for. So, And I think it'll be good. Anything they've ever given her, she's done fantastic with. This won't be any different. And I'm also excited to see now, hey, where do we go with Asuka? Do we go right to Asuka and Io at SummerSlam? Oh, my God. 
to be there live <laughs> the, for that one. Man. Give me that. Give me all of that in give my veins. That, give me that the way we're supposed to see that. Give me that strong style the way I'm supposed to see it. Yeah, so we'll see. But I, I was I was happy with the finish. I was ecstatic with the finish, actually. Uh, and I thought the match was good. I, th- I thought it was a good match. Uh, Rhea then comes out and folds up Natty in 69 seconds. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> which I also thought that was great, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some people online took that as disrespect. I didn't. We said it on here last week and a couple weeks ago. We all love Natty. We know the work that she does to get mm-hmm. all the girls prepared and better in WWE. But we know Natty's not beating Rhea Ripley. Okay? So what's the point of doing a seven, eight-minute match? We all are going to remember that match. It, yes, that was a squash. 70 seconds, 69 seconds. Get in, get out. And the, the best part of the match was watching Dom celebrate with Rhea. <laughs> At and he jumps end. on her like a little baby, and she no sold it. Like she caught him. She's so strong. She caught him. Her body didn't move at all. Dom's still a grown ass man. He's still over <laughs> two hundred pounds. And he jumps on her. <laughs> she she has it. She is just incredible. Yeah. Like I said, she screams off the TV screen every single time she's on there. Mm-hmm. So kudos to that. But not much to talk about except for uh, just a, a nice little squash. Yeah, and and Natalia got a lot of um. Um, praise and pop when she first got in. She took a couple of selfies. Her entrance was pretty cool. Um, so she actually took more time doing that than the actual match itself. But I was I was happy for her. She got she hey. was able to love. Hey, real quick, we're talking about um, you know, uh Rhea no selling Dom's catch when she, when he jumped onto her. Rodis, you probably don't remember, but this was ah, this is a long time ago. Maybe this is probably about 10 years ago. We're at a party with a bunch of friends, and I was much thinner back then, much thinner back then. And you and another one of our friends told my wife that if Derek Katrina to jump off a table onto my back, and you guys didn't think that I would catch her. You, do you remember this? No, I don't remember that. I think you. I think you were pretty. I think you were pretty drunk. And that's the thing. Her? She jumped off the table. Uh-huh. Right onto my back, and this is—we were drinking. I think like like some uh, jungle juice. You guys remember this? No, I, do I don't drink jungle juice. Oh my god! No, I don't drink jungle you, juice. We, you were, we were drinking it that night. Mm-hmm. We were drinking, drinking it that night. Like maybe vodka, maybe some vodka, but not. Well, you was juice. acting like it. <laughs> you were acting like it. So mind you, I'm. This is my first time drinking this stuff at the time, and so <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. This woman jumps off the table. Right onto my back. And I, at this point in time, probably about a good 150 pounds or something like that. And I know sold it. Jungle juice and all. So I don't remember this. Me, me and Rhea, we real strong. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> you might have made this story up. <laughs> he absolutely did. No, the funny, the funny <laughs> thing is, the funny thing is, uh, Katrina and I were talking about it the other day. Because she, she, she... <laughs> She she dared she she wanted to do it again. I'm saying, baby, did it before. And I'm like, hey, babe, a lot of things have changed <laughs> in about ten years. What okay? kind of role playing? Are they, hey, side note, what kind of role playing y'all doing over there? Y'all talking <laughs> about jumping through tables? Like, give give us a little bit more information. Like, what what was happening here for that to come up and for her to, to want you to do it again? See, I, I prefer to keep these shows, you know, in PG thirteen. So we're not gonna take it to wow. the next level. We're gonna keep going. Brings, man, anyway, anywho. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Cody. Thoughts? I, I thought that was going to happen. 
That's my thoughts. Thought that was going to happen. Um, that match to me was, it didn't stick out to me at all. Like it, I don't know why, maybe because I was half asleep on that match. Um, nothing, nothing for me here. A true travesty happened at Night of Champions, guys. A no, I'm joking. No, it was fine. I mean, I mean you know, I, I, uh... <laughs> I was about to hit him with a boo. I was like, boo. <laughs> no, I mean, it was fine. I mean, you know, man, if they had booked Cody to win that match after all the adversity and the struggle, <laughs> right? You guys, the struggle. A broken you know, the struggle arm. Bus, broken arm and everything else, you know, like it. It, it would have been like that would have been a bit much, right? That would have been going back to the John Cena, Super Cena, you know, days, and I wasn't a fan mm. of any of that. So, I mean, I was fine with it, um, and I think it continues the feud. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, I I just had a realization. I think that's probably it. Just came this moment when I said eh, to the match. There's a fine line for me when it comes to selling an injury in a match. Um, we'll talk about it on, well, maybe we won't. There was a match on battleground that we saw that there was a person was selling an injury. And I thought that was good because it was done well, but like, sometimes I can't stand a match when the whole match is selling an injury. I, I know it's storytelling. Um, but to me, like it just, it kind of just bothers me. It just irritates me. I feel like then don't wrestle the match. Sorry. I digress, but that's probably no, why I mean, you, that you, way about no, These young like fans. That. No, um, she, young she's always fans. been like that. She, she doesn't uh, like I, matches where they work a body part. I'm like, I mean, you would have hated flair then. <laughs> uh, that was that was all really did in really match. 60 minutes worked a leg so when i put the figure four on you it's over that that, that was a back in the match. day wow yeah, 30 minutes of heat there. on the leg <laughs> uh i capital l capital o capital v capital e capital d <laughs> this match absolutely Good. loved this match it did hey, for a minute i was like for a minute, I was like, what's he spelling? I was like, oh, right, 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 no, I, I, I'll, I'll be, I will spell out trash later on the show. <laughs> um, I, I did think it was close to the Super Cena area. Let's be careful of that. But it, the Super Cena area worked with the kids. It did. But it I, did. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved this match. And I loved it because it showed Cody working from underneath for the entire match. Now, yes, I can absolutely nitpick and say... The match started with Brock going after the arm. It hurt. But then Cody figured out the cast hurt Brock. So then he started throwing that arm at Brock. I can nitpick that if we wanted to. What it's I will titanium. nitpick, what it's I will nitpick cast. though, is the finish. As much as I love the match, the finish was absolute bullshit. So he passes out from <laughs> the pain in an arm bar. Or not an arm bar. What do they call it? Um, I'd call it an arm bar. Guillotine okay. something? No. I'm, yeah, no. okay. Right. So he passed out from the pain of that. But his arm's already broke. So you break his arm on Raw in like 15 seconds of being in the move. But Cody can survive a minute plus in the match when his arm's already broken? That was the part I was like, come on, guys. All right. So you mean, so you're saying that. If you could survive the match itself, you can survive being in a submission? Is that what you're no, going No, I'm saying at? he should have been tapped. Your arm's already broken. So if, if Brock was able to break his arm, his, his, his arm is broke at this point, right, right, storyline-wise, right? right? Mm -hmm. If your arm is broke, how are you fighting off this move? You didn't Matt, fight they gave him a, a core stone shot in the arm. They gave him some painkiller. They numbed the area. Ah, got you. So it okay. took a moment for his body to regulate that he's in danger. See, man, you need to be on commentary. Because if they would have said that, I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. Cool, <laughs> got it. 
But yeah, so as much as I love the match, I hated that. I, I did not like that. I didn't like him passing out to pain from an, from the arm. And then he immediately got up after the match. And say if he was still knocked out and the referee yeah, had yeah, to get him up they, and, and then we get the slow him. walk. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, like it was like as soon as he passed out, he got up. Maybe he a little bit of nitpicking, but I'm a nitpick just because this is a major story. We know the story is going to continue, but I really, really like that match. Finish, I was like, oh, that was pretty bad. All right, guys, let's get to it. Jimmy finally snapped. Yeah. Jimmy finally had enough of Roman Reigns. Jimmy said, I told y'all two plus years ago, I ain't nobody's bitch. And I'm bringing that back. Wow. 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 I don't know what I expected to happen at the finish. I thought maybe it would have just been a situation where Usos try to help. It backfires. We get something on Friday. No, they gave us what we wanted to see at the end of Night of Champions. KO and Sami Zayn defeat Roman and Solo due to the Usos coming in trying to help. That backfires. Jimmy losing his ever-loving mind on Roman Reigns, knocking him out. Jay sitting there, stressed out as always. We go through that whole situation. <laughs> KO and Sammy wins. Uh, I love that Sammy was able to, to go out there. That was another big, big, awesome, awesome moment for him to be in that country for the first time, be able to wrestle in that country, be able to have the outfit on to the ring. Such a super cool moment for him. Super cool moment for another uh, main event tag team match. We had that mania. We get it again on this premium live event. Uh, you guys, we can talk about the match. I thought the match was good. I thought it was cool. I don't like if you just take from bell to bell, if you take out the shenanigans, I thought it was a really solid to good match. Roman, of course, does his thing. Um, man, I, we're going to miss Roman when he's completely gone. Like he just, he, he has it. He absolutely has it. Solo is a main event player already. You yeah. can tell that he's still learning, but mm-hmm. he is, I mean, he's a Samoan, so we know that they can all work and they pick things up super quick. But for him to be in the spot that he's in already, and his main yeah. roster debut was September of last year, that just speaks to also the talent that's been put around him. We know you can't wrestle on your own, right? If you're in a tag team, your tag team partner means something, your opponents mean something, and they have made sure that they have cultivated his environment to where that he is always in a position to learn, succeed, look good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we are here now, guys. You can take it away. Talk about what you want to talk about. Sammy said it on Friday to Roman. You know it's over, right? It's cracking. It's crumbling. This is done. And I'll be damned if we got a big piece of the, the puzzle at the end of that match on Saturday. What you guys got about it? I just love Jimmy telling Jay, I'm your brother. I would never do this to you. I'm your brother. Like, and just that, that passion in there, like, I could just only imagine, oh, I know their story when they were younger, um, but just, I can only imagine what would have been their story when they were younger and the bickery between the three brothers or the two brothers, Solo, and it was Solo was much younger, but the two brothers and Roman being part of their clique. I can already just see how they could have possibly lived their life back then when they were younger. And just for that passion in Jimmy's voice, like, no, nah, no, nah, no, I'm your brother. I'm your brother. Stop. F him, F him for the most part. I'm your brother. That just, 
that was amazing to me. When he super kicked him out the ring, I was just like, I have never seen Roman, you know, this beat up in years. <laughs> Roman sold it. He, Roman did a rock sell. Sale. He we flew out the ring after the super kick. So just I'm just so happy. I was um, cheesing ear to ear on that. Yeah, it was a good match leading up into that. I as you know, Matt and I predicted. Matt said it first. Um, I predicted they was gonna the Usos are gonna come out um, and cost them the championship. We predicted that uh, you know Solo was gonna take the pin, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't expect you know almost a, a breakup of the bloodline. At night of champions, I didn't predict that at all. So that was another surprise for this show, and it was a man, it was a treat, right? It's for if you've mm-hmm. been following the bloodline, you know, just from day one, just the overall story. Um, as Rodisha said, it was just just the, the the going back and forth with uh, Jimmy to Jay, the look on Jay's face as it's happening, and the thing is, is and the, and the nice thing about a story like this is that you can kind of, like Rodisha was saying, you can kind of imagine what the story was like when they were kids. You can kind of put pieces together in your head and that's what kind of for me creatively is what i love is where you can kind of envision things happening and the kind of add backstory that may or may not have been there um but you think about jay in the position that he's in like he's done a lot of sacrificing personally to make this thing work right from the very beginning when it just was roman and jay and the struggle that he had and you know like the 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 l's that he had to swallow to get to this point um you know and I would love to see why, why he's taking so much abuse from, from Roman. Why do you think it was necessary? Was it a family thing? Was it a try? Like I was, I'm just very interested to hear his side of the story to why he's let this go on as long as it's going, it's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, total surprise for me. Um, I love, you know, you know, I love me a mean super kick. You know, I got on my shirt, super kick party. I love me a mean super kick and Jimmy got Roman's ass you know, and then, you know, then he was on his knees. He got that ass again. <laughs> I loved it. It was a great moment. Um, a great pop for me because I was getting tired. You know, I was really struggling to, to stay awake at this moment. But, man, I, my, I was up for all this. I was up and I was excited. So it was good. Did you think for a half a second that Jay was going to, after the first super kick when Roman was, you know, vulnerable, did you think that both of them were going to super kick him? Yep. For a second, I did. <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs> yeah, but the, but that's giving away too much too soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so for a quick you... second, I was like, yeah. ah, and then I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> because yeah. to what E just said, Jay has been holding back, right? Like for so for Jimmy to say, I'm doing something that you should have done a long you time ago. You should have Yeah. So now we know, okay, it. it's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. And something else E you said I love is you talked about this storyline capturing your imagination. That's what great storytelling does. No doubt. Movies, TV shows, wrestling, even sports. It captures yeah. our imaginations. And I, I put a tweet out Saturday, and I basically just talked about how top-tier wrestling is not about moves. It's about story. It's about emotional investment. That is what we are getting from this bloodline thing. A Roman talked about after the press conference at Mania that if this is a nine-inning baseball game we're about in the third inning fourth inning you know we're going to slow cook this thing this isn't fast food if we kind of think about if we take from survivor series on survivor series sammy shows his allegiance to the bloodline turns on kevin owens major pay-per-view royal rumble one of the best moments in wrestling history in the last decade sammy finally turns on roman hits him with a cheer february in Canada, 
Sammy versus Roman. Sammy's main event moment until WrestleMania, where KO and Sammy beat the Usos who had a year-long reign, and then we continue that storyline. And now you go to what we just saw at Night of Champions this past Saturday. Those are significant pieces going forward. What do you guys think is next? What is next? So we got Friday on on SmackDown. It's the thousand-day celebration for Roman Reigns. Well, Rikishi put it on the Twitter that I'm going to make him an offer. So we can only, you know, speculate what that means. Rikishi never came out and, and acknowledged Roman as a tribal chief. True. I also, think, I also think Big Keish may have been going in business for himself because I don't think <laughs> WWE retweeted that. So He said he's trying to get on the show, right? He's yeah. trying to make him an offer on SmackDown. <laughs> so I think that may have been the case. But so what's next? Let's, like I said, let's fa- fantasy book the next two months. Because now we know we got uh, Money in the Bank coming up, and then we got SummerSlam coming up. So, fantasy book, what this looks like. By the end of SummerSlam, where is this bloodline situation? Are we are we paint, painting the picture of Jimmy, Jay, or Solo being the new tribal chief? Or is that Give for me Give me book? what is next for the bloodline. <laughs> okay. Who, who's an older brother? Who's an older twin? I don't know, Ashley. Let's That's go with question. Jay. So let's say, let's say Jimmy is going to get behind Jay and say, hey, you're the older twin. You are the real tribal chief because you show loyalty, all this other stuff. And so now Jimmy's going to try to get Solo to turn on Roman and Jay is going to be the new tribal chief. So by the end of SummerSlam, everybody, all the Samoans is going to recognize Jimmy, sorry, Jay as the new tribal chief. Hey, Jimmy said is that Jimmy ass said he was a tribal chief, he sure right? Did. He did. <laughs> he, said, he said he said when it comes to this Uso stuff, I'm the number one. I am the hey, tribal chief. Hey, hey, and then Jay threw up the one. Yeah. <laughs> he threw up the one. He threw up the one. Hey, Roman came out right away mad about that. Oh, he came out there. He came up. <laughs> like, hey, I got Roman this. I got typically takes that. 22 yeah. minutes and 32 seconds to get to the ring. <laughs> Roman got to that ring like he was all been worried that, that day. Quick. He, he got ran quick to the ring. You, you know what though? Um, as you said, this is this as you said, like this is it allows your mind to imagine like so many things. And, it, and then like I find myself kind of playing back certain elements of things and that I've saw. Like Paul Hammond hasn't said anything while this stuff's going on, right? But this look at his face when he's watching everybody. Like, right, his mouth is dropped, yeah, like, that chin is low, yeah. it's, it's down to his damn near titty. Yeah, oops, sorry about that. Um, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, uh, he's watching Solo reaction. He's watching Jay's reaction. He's watching everything. And he knows that stuff is hitting the fan right now, right? He knows stuff is hitting the fan. And then you watch Solo, right? You watch, you zoom in and you see what Solo's thinking about what's going on things, right? Because he seems like he got beef with everybody. It's like it seems like Solo don't like nobody. And he just there nobody. because somebody told him to be there. You know, he had a problem with Jimmy a couple weeks ago. He got a problem with Roman bumping into him. You know, he seemed like he just a loose cannon. Like he about to super kick everybody out of that and ring. He got double right? super kick over it. Oh man, it's about to be on, right? Because he ain't like he ain't like people touching him, right? So he didn't got foot in his face on each side. Right? It's a footprint on the left <laughs> and footprint on the right. You know, so it's interesting where he goes from this and. I, I have to think that this is going to lead up to a Roman and Solo versus Usos match. I don't think we're going to get it at the next pay-per-view. Maybe we will. Uh, I think it's going to be a slow burn. 
to those four colliding, right? And in, in some point in this, uh, in that match, I think you're going to see somebody switch allegiance, right? And maybe it might be Jay back to Roman or Solo back to um, with, with his brothers. Um, but it's an interesting story because, like I said, Solo is like a is like kind of like the, uh, the not the loose cannons the word I'm looking for. But he's the variable because he doesn't seem like he has a, a allegiance to either one of them. There's a story about his relationship with his brothers, right? Because they're brothers. They grew up in the same household, but there's such an age difference. And I understand from uh, a sibling having a, a huge age difference. My brother and I have like a seven-year gap. And in a lot of ways, we grew up together, but in a lot of ways, we didn't, right? And so I understand why you, like a younger brother might feel that, hey, I don't really know these guys, right? Um, and he can tell the story. Maybe Roman has been the, the brother to him that his older brothers never were. It's just uh, you can go a lot of different ways with this, and it's very interesting to see. So let's not slow burn it because I don't know how you do after what we saw on Saturday. We know Roman has been the master manipulator to the bloodline. He can and should probably tell Solo, your brother's kicked you. Your brothers cost us the tag team titles. That's how we get to Roman and Solo versus the Usos. Let's do that at Money in the Bank. Because this feels like, you know, they were talking about the Cody verse and AEW. This feels like the Roman verse. Like, I don't know how any outside competitor can infiltrate this storyline right now. Like, how can Roman now just go on and fight somebody else for the title? Like, this thing is taking on the life that it needs to let's do that at money in the bank and the main event of SummerSlam because it, they keep saying it looks like we're not getting Cody and Roman. And right now looking at it, that probably doesn't make sense. Roman still got to I be mean, Cody still got to finish his feud with, with Brock. I don't know if Cody's going to be in money in the bank. Um, the actual match itself. I kind of doubt he will be, but we'll see how that plays out. But I don't think now we're getting Cody and Roman at SummerSlam. When's money in the bank again? A July first, right. July first, July second. Okay. Yeah, so we got a, we got a, just a month. Uh, SummerSlam, let's go main event four way. Roman Reigns versus Solo versus Jimmy versus Jay for the Universal Title. That's probably the biggest match you can do with Roman Reigns right now. Wow. Only issue I have with that is I still deep in my heart feel like Jay is the one that should beat Roman. I felt that for months and months and months and months. It's kind of started with Jay. I think it should end with Jay. I also understand if you don't want to put the, the main title on Jay, but I think that would be incredible. Think about what that looks like. So you go tag match next month. You main event SummerSlam with a fatal four-way of the bloodline. That's doing big, big business. Big business. So we'll see. Uh, but I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I think Friday with the 1,000-day celebration is going to be fantastic. They're off and running. And as I said on Friday, uh, this is the story that's going to take us through the summertime. So as much as it was a lull after Mania, because Roman wasn't on TV, he gets back on TV and boy, oh boy, business picks up super, super quick. Uh, So uh, let's kind of go over like our best of. Uh, So for Night of Champions, what was the best match to you guys? Match itself, I'm still going to say Seth and AJ. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it was the main event. That's what had my attention. 
That's what I was most in, into invested in, interested in. That was it for me. For match, I am going Cody versus Brock for best match on the card for me. Uh, best entrance, what you guys got? I Seth. I was like, he went straight into Becky Lynch's wardrobe and put on her outfit. I love his entrance. I love what he had on. I'm giving it to Seth. Okay. I'm going Cody. Oh, wow. All right. I kind of cheated a little bit. I went Sammy and Ali for them both being able to have their garbs and outfits on. I thought that was just a fantastic touch for them. Who had the best look of the show? I'm giving it to Miss Trish Stratus. Stratisfaction. She looked fantastic. I never thought somebody could look so sexy in a one piece. She did. <laughs> hey, that thing was poking <laughs> that night. I, I I I wasn't prepared for that. I, well, took, I, that I was of, definitely prepared. I was definitely prepared I, for it. Oh and my yes. god, that that snuck up on me. I didn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready for that one. But um, yeah, Trish. I like. I love the throw. I'm gonna go both those ladies. I love the the throwback. Um, as soon as I saw it, I, I remember that attire from um back in the day. I'm not sure what match, but I remember her wearing that. Um, so it was a throwback to that. And also, I like Becky's outfit as well because she's definitely a kill bill fan and mm-hmm. uh, i remember her wearing a variation of that outfit in the past and i think that she paid homage to her love of that movie and that outfit um, i thought both of them looked phenomenal in that match it's so funny because we know that the women have to be fully clothed they have to cover their bodies when they wrestle in right. saudi arabia and yes as men we love to see the women scantily clad and half naked but it is something about a in-shape woman with anything on skin tight. It's funny. Rudy, you said Trish. E, you just went with basically Becky and Trish. I'm going with Rhea Ripley. <laughs> it's something about when they go and they wear just, you know, fully cluttered, cl- covered, you can still see their incredible physiques, uh, which is awesome, awesome to see. So we all picked women, which is cool. Uh, who do you guys have for the MVP of the night? Okay. I had to, but I'm going to roll with Rhea Ripley because she won her match in 69 seconds. Nice. Okay. Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso with a, doing a super kick right at the right time. Mm-hmm. Give him a great moment. I'll just that was my other encapsulate one. that and just say bloodline. Because, yes, all that. Everything you just said, for sure. What was your oh my god moment of the night? So I'm going to cheat here because I know the next two questions you're asking is okay. my oh my God moment of the night is the first super kick to Roman. Got it. I got to go back to the super kick to Roman. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. That, that for me was it for the night. Like mm-hmm. I didn't expect it. And when he turned around and that kick landed, I was like, oh my God. Literally, I said, oh my God. And then I kind of got out of my seat a little bit. And you guys know me. Like I don't really, I don't really pop. I don't really pop. I don't have an emotional aptitude for it for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, but in that time, uh, hey, it got me. Got me for sure. I knew you two were going with that one because that was. So I went Oscar beating Bianca. That was an oh my God moment and the way they did it. That would have been uh, for me if it had, yeah. had that not happened. Because that, yeah. that, that was a great moment too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. For sure, for sure. All right, then last one, uh, top reaction from you. What was your top reaction? And Rhodesia, it sounds like you and I probably have the best one the way you said what your oh my god moment was. It was a second super kick to Roman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, it's 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 bloodline. Like for me, the whole thing, the uh, the whole thing, like that really woke me up. That entire thing. I was up for probably another two hours after that. I thought I was gonna be. I I planned on when that thing went off, lights out. But for me, I was up for another two hours. I was hyped. Yeah, mine mine was the second Jimmy kick to Roman, and the reason why was because it was not out of emotion. It was not, oh, my God, I don't know why I did it. I lost my head. No. That was, it is time. I am over it. it. Yeah. And the way he screamed and hollered afterwards gives me, like, goosebumps right now thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. once again, like, this is, they are, think about it. As much as we are enjoying this, they are playing this out. Right? And think about the mindset mentality that Jimmy had to be in at this. Okay. I have to physically show my frustration and anger over the last two years of how this guy has been treating my family. And I have to make sure that I emit that from me when I do this. That's just, man, once again, when wrestling is done right, it ain't nothing better. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing better. I think we all been there, E, where you watch a wrestling show and like your energy is amped afterwards mm-hmm. for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Overall, of course, two thumbs up for me for double or nothing. I'm sorry, not double or nothing, but night of champions. And it sounds like same for you two also. So let's go to double or nothing. Uh, we spent time on last podcast talking about the poor booking heading into the show. And we were like, hey, shows are still going to deliver. But man, the booking needs help. And it wasn't the best. Outside of Daly's place, which it may have been double or nothing. I can't remember which pay-per-view it was. Uh, this was the worst crowd in AEW oh, pay-per-view man. history. But I also think it matched the show. Ooh. I think this was by far the worst pay-per-view in AEW history. Now, I say that to say this show was not a F. show was not a failure. This show wasn't even probably very poor. But we know AEW pay-per-views to be... It don't matter how the build is. They're going to go in and blow it off the water. This show was not that. Uh, so it was time for them to have a stinker. WWE's had plenty of stinkers on pay-per-view in the past few years. They really haven't sent SummerSlam, though. So shout out to them. This was another strong, strong pay-per-view for them, Night of Champions. So we'll get off WWE now. But back to AEW. It was time, I guess, for them to have a, a poor one. Uh, this was it. Um... Overall thoughts on the show itself. And of course, we'll kind of go down. I don't have as much. Spoiler alert, I wasn't high on the majority of the show. So hey. I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably going to shit on it. Um, but overall <laughs> thoughts about the show before we kind of get into the same way where we look, we went match by match. I'm not going to lie. There was a couple matches that I was like, eh, and there's a match that I did not give two rats ass about. But man, I wouldn't have felt that way. I, I still thought that this was a it was a good a great show. I mean, if I go back to think about it, maybe AEW, their big events, the double or nothing, all in, all out, maybe they have always been the top of the top of the top of the top. And this isn't one of those. But I still really thought this was a really good pay-per-view. There's nothing about this outside of the crowd that was garbage. I actually like this pay-per-view. I really did. Yeah, I mean, you you like the AEW style a little bit more than Matt and I. Um, I was kind of down. That could be what it is, yeah. 
Yeah, I was kind of down on the show going into it, and I needed the the crowd to kind of kind of get me hype into the match. And I felt like the crowd felt like I did. Like right, and, I, and my only my only problem with that is like, look, if you're gonna go to a show and spend hundreds of dollars to sit there, like you gotta get you gotta bring some energy, right? Cause like you chose to sit there and watch this show, right? Like so, I mm-hmm. like they were just very quiet. I kind of remember years past the crowd to be a little more lively. What, what, what you say? Little, Matt? <laughs> a right? ton. That crowd was dead. It was dead. Like I, I was really I, surprised by that too. I tweeted out twice, like, "Hey, is it the feed bad, or is the crowd just not hype?" I thought maybe the feed was bad during the pre-show, and then about match two into the actual pay-per-view, it didn't get better. And I'm like, "Okay, well, the feed's not bad. Picture's crystal clear. I can hear the commentators." And I was like, "Maybe they're micing the crowd up really poor." And then I just really started intently watching the crowd, watching it, yeah. And they were not reacting at all. They weren't reacting. They were in their own zone. They were having personal conversations. They were on their phone consistently. And these are folks that had on wrestling t-shirts. So then I'm like, there was somebody right. sleeping too. Then I'm like, okay, I know ticket <laughs> sales were kind of soft. <laughs> they, they were going into the week, I think, at 7,000 tickets sold. And I'm like, okay, they end up getting over 11,000. So nice job. I know they ran some ticket promotions. Uh, I know they ran four tickets for $40. That was one of them that they ran. Hey, whatever you got to do to get the building full, I'm all for. So then I was like, well, maybe these people aren't like real like wrestling fans. Maybe they're like, oh, we got this wrestling ticket thing for cheap. Let's go check it out. But then they started popping for things that should be popping for. And then I had another thought, and I'll give that thought once we get to the parts that was worthy of huge reactions. So pre-show started. Um, Hardys and Hook versus Guns and Ethan Page. Hardys and Hook win. Jeff Hardy. I don't know if they are holding on to the potential Edge and Christian rematch and reuniting against the Hardys when Edge's contract is up later on this summer. But uh, he's it, it's time. It's time. I don't know if that slip on the top rope was meant to be a slip, and they put, they're playing into something. But, oof, it, 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 it sucks, and it is uh, it hurts a little bit to watch him now. And that's how I felt about Lita. It, Again, it's like, don't tarnish your beautiful career. And again, it's not tarnishing it. But that slip on that top rope, yeah, that could have been intentional, but that would have been highly dangerous and how it looked and how he slipped. It's it's time. It's time. You know, like, slips happen. Those things. I, I know what you guys mean. Because, like, I think overall it's time. Because they've, <laughs> they've been struggling for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Them, them dudes is damn near 50, still trying to wrestle like they're in their, their late 20s and early 30s. Um, they need to switch up their style and do something different. Um, but we've seen accidents. I mean, you know, like, you know, Mercedes Monet had a similar incident in Japan, right? And it's, you know, one of the things that could happen. But overall, I, I, look, they, I, would, I wouldn't mind for them to get off TV for another 90 days and get in better shape. Actually, I think that Jeff looked in better shape the best shape he's looked in a while since he's been in AEW. I think he's getting there. Um, Matt seemed to be the um, better condition, but to get him off TV, 
have them kind of tone down their style, do a different style, have them come back and give them their retirement, like matches that they want to do and get them off TV. Uh, I just don't want to see like my favorite, one of my favorite tag teams all the time looking like uh, such a poor version of themselves. Yeah, they just, um, yeah. Just, they just look just, like a shell. Time. And yeah, you're right about the slip. The, the, the slip, of course, that can happen. But it was kind of yeah. just for me like a uh, exclamation point or kind of what I already thought. Like, I no longer get super excited when I hear the Hardy Boy music. No. I don't care about their matches or their feuds. And this is mm-hmm. coming from someone that was at WrestleMania. Which one was it? 33 or 34 in Orlando when they returned to WWE. And I didn't remember the voice. Yep, lost When they came out. Like, so to see that, and because I, I hold them in such high regard. Mm-hmm. That if they are waiting and hoping for this Edge and Christian Hardy's match, I am here for that, for sure. Put them to the side until that's time. Yeah. I, Do I we agree. want to see it? Can they can they go when that match is 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 going to take place? I mean, Christian is still Edge is still there, but can they carry Matt and Jeff at this point? I, that's what I don't know. I think just, yeah. I, they have to. I think they are bonded in this in this um fifth dimensional being world i think they will i think they will always perform those two tag teams going against each other just like new day and the usos how i feel like they will always have a great match i think the two of them always have a great match so i think that that, that can still absolutely happen them dudes is also 20 years old younger than them as well <laughs> true so. true hey but let's true. let's on a positive note though i think man they need to get take the chain off hook it's time to let that boy go and let, do something meaningful for him um They've been kind of neglecting him to these buy-in type matches or these just pop-ins. I mean, he's been in the company for a couple of years now. Go ahead and run with that boy. Let let him, let's see what he can do. I think uh, I think they're being cautiously not optimistic, but I think they're being very cautious with him and not throwing him out there too soon. I saw that he was what thirty. I think he's thirty-four and zero now. And oh wow! So I, I think it's slow and steady. I think they're taking the slow and steady wins wins the race with him. I agree though. I think it's time for him to get into a pretty important feud. I mean, he is—he was super over. I really haven't. That's the first time I've seen him in a, in a while. Because I don't watch he's Rampage. Been, I don't know if he's on Rampage. Yeah, he's been doing. He's, he's been really on, those on Dynamite. Okay. No. So uh, the stipulation for but the not match very was much. If, if the Hardys and Hook won, they get Ethan Page's contract. Once again, I do want to shout out Matt, uh, Private Party, Ethan Page. They've been running with this storyline for a long time. It's been through rampage through youtube all those places so at least they're trying something um so let's see what this is but that was what it was of course we, nobody bought the show or was super excited for this match we get to the paper hold on wait hold on wait hold up i'm telling you, you said nobody was excited about this match them guns broids dog no one can look at them and tell me that they ain't they ain't them or they ain't hims like they are so, they look so damn good. I I love 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 the guns. They will be my forever tag team, AEW tag team champions there. Um, but I think Ethan Page fell from grace. I I know that you said the storyline has been going on for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Ethan Page to me is not what I thought he was going to turn out to be in the slightest. And it has nothing to do with him. him. I kind of agree. That has nothing to do with him. But he still Everything fell from in wrestling grace. is booking and presentation. Sure. Yep. Um, 21 man blackjack battle royal. Orange Cassidy wins, which we said, right? We were like, hey, this would be the perfect opportunity to take the belt off of him because he can say I wasn't pinned. But the way he's been busting his ass through all these matches, it's like, don't take the belt off of him just by throwing him over the top rope. They didn't. 
uh, two things that I loved in this match. Number one, Big Bill. Finally, <laughs> they gave him the spotlight that he needed since he's been in AEW. He looked like a monster. Hopefully now this kind of takes him off where they actually do something with him that is significant. And the last, whatever it was, I don't know how long it was, three, four minutes, five minutes, Swerve and Orange Cassidy, boy, oh boy. Let me hit that ear horn. They did the damn thing during that time period. They turned it up, which was great to see. Uh, Love Swerve. Uh, did not like the match. I thought like, the Big Bill was good. I thought oh. that was good. I thought Swerve and Orange Cassidy was fantastic. The match itself was not a fan of a lot of just spots to do a spot and a lot of things that just did not make sense in a battle royal. But okay, I can, so, I can uh, suspend my disbelief because I am a wrestling fan. You have to. There was just some things though. I'm like, that is stupid. You that should but not a battle have happened royal. in a battle royal. When you have 20 plus people in a battle royal, isn't it supposed to be spot after spot after spot? It's I not can't about see the you... spots. It's about the kind of spots. Oh, the, match, the, match, the match just I, wasn't good. The match I wasn't love good. the match. I absolutely love this match. Um, even down to when Dustin did the Panama Sunrise on Brian Cage on the apron. That mm-hmm. was sick. That was sick. Penta eliminated Phoenix by himself uh, by accident. Uh, you mentioned when Swerve and Orange kind of had their back and forth and he put his hands in his pocket. Like that was like really creative and thought of, I mean, overall, I really, really love the match. Trent uh, protect sacrificing himself. So orange can stay in the match. Who did Trent? Oh, okay. Okay. You know how he sacrificed himself. Yep. Um, so orange can stay in the match. I mean, I thought this match gave me everything that I wanted out of a battle Royal completely. Cause in my mind, I had said before, there was no chance orange was going to win, but I thought everything was done to the point where it was believable that orange did win. I love this match. This match was two thumbs up for me. I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think that uh, if you like those car crash type things, I mean, you probably got what you want. Um, so, you know, I'm a big Swerve guy. Swerve is my guy. I think I think if I was able to wrestle and be a heel, I think I would be, I think I would be Swerve. Um, that's what I imagine. Um, I love him. But that that mask he wears, that ain't it, bro. You got to take that off, man. Like, I don't know what he's doing with the fuzzy type thing. It doesn't look menacing or nothing. I just wish he'd stop wearing that. Um, but I love the showing at the end. And going back to Swerve, uh, you know, back to things that doesn't make sense. Swerve had a chance to become the champion in this outlandish, outrageous match. Like, I, I still... For me, the match gets like negative five points just because it's a match for a championship. It's a battle royal, and all the champion has to do is, I mean, the only way he can lose is just getting thrown over. You know, like that's just silly to me that you will put your champion in that position. But Swerve had opportunity to win that match, and instead he goes through these whole shenanigans of putting his hands in his pocket. And the crowd, we talk about the crowd not being there. They came for that moment because they started yep. shooting, uh, chanting, you effed up, right? Because they know, like, man, why would you – this? This this doesn't make sense. Just dump this dude. You had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. You didn't do it. Um, and then he ends up losing the match, right? So I guess his his arrogance, right? I guess that this word fits for him. His arrogance in the moment um caused his downfall because he ends up losing the match and not being champion. So I did also find it interesting. I guess they this was you talk about the storyline pieces. I think there was a little sprinkle storyline in this with um Ricky Starks eliminating Jay White. I did not see that coming no. at all. And that was good too. I, <laughs> that yep. was really good. That was really good. And we see that's gonna continue. We saw later on mm-hmm. that FTR came to Ricky's 
save. Oh, yeah, so it's right, going to yeah. be FTR with the R standing for Ricky to go against now the Bullet Club. So we'll see what the third member of that is going to be here soon. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the, I thought I thought the Battle Royal was just okay. Uh, or actually a little less than okay. But I do want to see Orange Cassidy and Swerve now in a program. Mm-hmm. And I think, it's, I think it's time you can take that belt off of Orange Cassidy. He's done yeah. fantastic. I think he's had like yeah. over 20, I think he's had like 23 matches or something like that. Uh, wow. In title defenses. Wow. That's huge. I mean, That's he said he's though. almost working almost every week. So, But we're not getting so, that anytime soon because we still got to finish up Swerve and uh, Lee because they're still... I mean, yeah, yeah this is slow we? burn. Hey, we want a slow burn storyline, and we've been getting it right. Like they've been slow burning this thing. Slow burn. Very uh, slow. Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho. The match itself just started with a lot of chaos. Um, just a lot. I don't even know how many minutes I would say on there, but I I just remember having that feeling like this is like really chaotic. And then finally, it got to just the two of them. Um, I thought there was some really good spots there. I know it took Adam Cole, I think, what, three times to finally hit Jericho with the Panama Sunrise, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Britt come running out, be attacking, beating. You saw those bolts that was on Jericho's back from her hits. I thought that was really cool. Um, overall, that match I didn't think was that bad. And again, maybe because I said I had some emotional investment into Adam Cole going into this match. I didn't think it was too bad. In the beginning, it was just too too much going on, and I did not like that. But when it came down to just Jericho and Adam Cole, I actually liked the match. I'm going to kind of disqualify myself out of this match in conversation, only because I'm not a Chris Jericho fan. And I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. I like actually what he's doing as a heel. I respect the shape he's gotten into. I like this version of him a little bit better. Um, maybe not as much as when he, uh, the, the start of the inner circle when it, the AW first launched. I thought it was a very strong character back then, but I like this version of him. Um, but I just can't get into him, and I'm just very uninterested in anything he does. And any match he's in, I kind of stop watching. Um, and I gotta be—I I watched a good portion of it, but this parts I just fell asleep, guys. I, hey, look, I, I made this nice drink, right? It's a strawberry colada with a pina colada mix. And I had like this uh, coconut rum I kind of mixed in there. And I think alcohol makes me sleepy because, man, there's certain parts of this match I just kind of keep my eyes open. I, f- I fell asleep Sorry. and I was snoring probably about a good 10 minutes. Into, like, like I fell asleep for five minutes, wake up for another five minutes. Fell asleep, wake up. So I'm going to disqualify. My- I saw a good portion of it. I saw the winner. I saw the Brit thing, but it just wasn't for me. I know Matt, Matt hates the ending. I know Matt hates Matt the ending. <laughs> I knew you Matt hate sucked the ending. And the, finish, the finish was garbage. Oh, um, God. I liked Britt coming out there. She came out there with intensity, and mm-hmm. the crowd popped for that. Mm-hmm. So that was good to see. The Sabu thing was done just to do it. Yeah. He goes through a table. In the first like two minutes of the match, and then that's it. We don't see him again. Like we could have done without that. Like I'm all for surprises. I think that's great. But he was supposed to be an enforcer, right? In this match. <laughs> well, at first I thought he was. Right? At first I thought he was the ref, right? and then when he came out without his ref thing, I'm like, okay, maybe he's just yeah, an so enforcer. They, so he enforced the first yeah. two minutes by putting yeah. somebody through the table, and then that was it. It didn't have anything to do with the match itself. didn't have anything to do with the finish. And holy hell, can somebody please explain this finish to me? So this is a <laughs> non-sanctioned match. That the finish is a referee stoppage from punches to the face. No blood. No anything. And he the match out. is not sanctioned by AEW. 
but the referee is going to call for the bell. I got a question. In capital normal on six, capital R. No, I'm not let you do this on a match. No, Mm-mm. capital S. Nope, not on this match. Capital H. Nope, not on this trash. match. Trash. Nope, not on this match. No, I'm okay trash. I got a question okay though. In in trash. <laughs> okay, we got it. In past unsanctioned matches in any federation, is there a ref? I, why can't I remember? And how usually is it's, the it's match a, over? There's always a ref. Yes, yeah, a ref because they got to count to three, right? So they so got to yeah, okay. so they, they have to finish the match. But can anybody explain to me? Seriously, anybody explain to me how a non-sanctioned match ends with a referee stoppage? See, non-sanctioned just Jericho means was gone. It's, uh, it's uninsured. Himself. It's it's uninsured. If something pop off, it ain't the company's fault, right? Somebody get hurt, it ain't the company's fault. There's no insurance claims can be filed, but everything else is the same. That's what that's what I get from these matches because they they look and feel like a regular match. Um, I honestly didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I said I just put them in the squad for myself. I I just wanted it to be over. To be honest with you, Dang, and it's not because no, they're continuing. We see Soraya oh, yeah, and Jericho. That got, oh, yep, yeah. on Wednesday they go against Cole and Britt. So the oh, how funny was that? At least another week. How funny was that when Britt hit Soraya with the Kendo stick? She got up out that mug so fast. She, she got she like, got hit twice. She's like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> I'm out. Go ahead and go Sorry. to the back. <laughs> Let's go to the back. <laughs> Next match was a tag team match. FTR defeats Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Can we skip this? It was only one good thing out of that match for me. And it was with Aubrey taking that um, guitar to the head. And I like Aubrey, <laughs> but I thought that was a good a good moment right there by Crazy Karen. Crazy Karen Crazy strikes Karen, again. Uh, yep. That's the only thing that I, that I'm gonna say out of that match. Y'all can go. Hey, did we see Aubrey uh, anymore after that? I don't remember. Did we yeah. see her yes. again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She. Uh, which one did she do? Toward the end. Let me see. I can't remember, but yeah, I think we saw her again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She. Hey, Karen hit her pretty close to the face of that thing. <laughs> she just. <laughs> she just whacked that chick, man. Oh, I, I felt bad for. her. Um, yeah, this, this match was, oh, this was slow. And as I knew it would be, man, I got, it just didn't, it didn't do it for me at all. It didn't do it for me. I felt like it was, I felt like this match was like an hour. <laughs> I think it was more fun than it probably had a right to be, but it still wasn't for me, but I knew that going into it, right? I'm like, not, you know, Hey, uh, great for Jared. But anything that has Jared involved in 2023, I'm kind of already over it. This is another one. I'm just kind of like, this is it's it's, it's it was just too much. Um, Briscoe being the special guest referee, I get the story, but like, okay, Karen coming, like it was just it was too much. I don't I don't care. I don't care. Match was whatever. I don't care though. Uh, and the crowd didn't care either because nope. it wasn't much from the crowd in this match. So nope. now we get to match. Four? Match four, right? I think. Um, A ladder, ladder match. match. Warlow versus Christian Cage. Warlow defeats Christian Cage in the ladder match. Incredible spot. Hopefully his tailbone's okay. Boy, that's a big man coming off that huge ladder on a swan time and landed completely on his butt. Uh, so he hit the, he hit his mark in regards to not killing uh, Luchasaurus on that table, but boy, did a lot of that body weight hit the floor. So hopefully he's feeling pretty good today, but he wins the match. Um, I didn't enjoy this either. I thought 
this was a ladder what? match for the sake of being a ladder match. But like, isn't all ladder matches for the sake of a ladder match? Anytime you bring a gimmick into not it. Not really. It, not really. Oh, Typically, God. like, it's a part of a feud where it, it gets to where you need a stipulation match. Or, hey, I'm going to beat you at your own game, and this is what we're going to do. But and that's what he they, did. Christian is known for a TLC matches. So Warlow is, you know, going to beat him at this. I, I think you being tough on this match. I really like this. And then the assist with Glock Anderson coming out. Um, I thought this was actually really, really good. <laughs> you called him. What'd you call him? <laughs> I, I got this from Matt, Glock Anderson. <laughs> I, I, I can Glock take Anderson credit for coming that. out there yesterday <laughs> biting fingers. Like can somebody explain to me why no, that was bad. That was bad. Why is he a cannibal all of a sudden? Why? Can somebody explain to me why he is biting he couldn't, fingers? He couldn't shoot Luchasaurus. He couldn't shoot him. That's insensitive. So that's why he bite his fingers. He bit his whole finger off. Glock Anderson. That's, hey, that's, that's how that's on, that's those man. old school wrestlers, man. Look, they 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 get you any way they can. You know, we got stories of Haku, you know, plucking the eyeballs out. So I mean, it kind of falls in line with that. But yeah, the match. I mean, it, yeah, it 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 wasn't hitting for me either. Um, Dang, y'all. Yeah, it wasn't hitting for me. Um, it's a lot of. I get some of the spots we're going. Like, you know, there's a lot of them setting up spots and then Christian just bailing out of the spot, right? Which makes sense because at, t- at the end of the day, if I, I would just roll off the table too. I'm not going to do anything fancy. I'm just going to be off the table, right? If I mm-hmm. see you about to setting it up, you about to go to the top rope, no, I'm just going to get off. I'm not going to do anything special. Um, so I get it, but it just wasn't that entertaining to me. Um, that spot, I mean, it was picture perfect. You know, he still got a good portion of, you know, when... Uh, Warlow got on the on that ladder and looked like that ladder was like a hundred feet tall. It like he like Man. he was far up there, right? I'm not. And what, I was hoping when he got to the top, I was like, hopefully he just does a splash because if he does a swan like that is, and, and he can miss, he didn't. Oh yeah, no, he, it was perfect. It's perfect. And he got uh, he got a good his back got um all of Luchasaurus right, but his ass got all that table. So it it was it was a nice spot. Um, I like at the end. Um. You know, I kind of prefer Christian to win. Uh, I don't know if this is the match that's going to, you know, endear Warlow to the fans. Because um, it, it wasn't a bad match. I don't think it was a great match. It was fine. Um, but it was another match that was just fine to me. I would say that I'm not a new fan of Warlow after that match. But if I'm going to just grade and rate the match itself, I actually really, really like the match a lot. Um, but no, as far as that invest investable piece where, okay, after this match, after that power bomb, the shake of the ladder, Christian power bomb set up, boom. After all of that, I'm not all of a sudden a new Warlow fan. And maybe I guess this is probably why y'all feel like the match wasn't that good because something should have came out of that. Um, but I thought the match was good, but I, I can see why somebody say, okay, Warlow is just there. Cause I remember there was parts of the match. One, when he did that, uh, like the, the press drop on Christian onto the ladder. Mm-hmm. That was sick. And again, but I'm like, man, it felt like he was going through the motions in that point. And I'm like, I don't, I don't see how I can get behind Warlow again, like I did before. But again, I think as a match, you take all those emotions out. The match itself, I thought was really good. You got to add those emotions. You can't take them out. That's all part of it. Um, right. I, I want to say for me, I think that ladder match, all, all the, out of all the ladder matches I saw in a pay-per-view or a PLE, I think that has to be ranked towards the bottom of my list. You said all the ladder matches. You said all the ladder or... matches I saw on a pay per view or wow. I think it has to be one. Of, I don't say it's the worst one. I'm sure there's been worse. I didn't think the match was horrible, but it just wasn't there for me. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was again. It was just. It was just there. 
right? Like, that match was just there. Like, I really didn't like Jericho and Cole. I thought that match was not good. thought the tag match was just there. I thought the Battle Royal before uh, the finish was just there outside of Big Bill. Wow. And I think this match was just there. So it's not like, I'm not saying, like, these matches are poor and they're failures. It was just there. Like, it was like, okay, it's, all right, Fine. it's a ladder match for the sake of having a ladder match. Okay. And, okay, like, that's what it was for me. Um, then we get to Tony Storm defeating a legit injured Jamie Hayter. So let's be, I will give it up for Tony uh, for having a second reign now as AEW Women's Champion. Yep. Um, we all know we talked about it. Jamie Hayter is legit injured and she's pretty banged up. So I, I think we're going to probably hear about her having surgery here very, very soon. I was kind of going back and forth because we know that the match is going to be super quick. It actually was a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. I did. And right. I was like, man, yeah, I was like, would I rather had Jamie forfeited the belt before or like lost it, you know, somehow, some way on a fluke dynamite. So we got a real match. No, I, I think this was what it was. There was a lot of people though that didn't know she was legit injured. So it was a lot of people who were just upset. Like oh, what the hell was that match? Like, what was that? And then you could just tell they didn't know that she was legit hurt, but we knew about it. Uh, so congrats to Tony sucks for Jamie was what it was just because they couldn't work a, a real match. But shout out to Jamie too, for taking so much. Like when we, when she first came out or when she didn't come out, when her music first played the second go around and you saw that she was getting jumped. I just knew at that point that they were going to call it then. But like you said, she went on a lot longer than what I actually thought she would. And she got her ass whooped, you know? So, yep. you know, she's a tough chick. So shout out to Jamie. And then hopefully she can do whatever she needs to do to fully recover. Cause she showed, she showed her heart last night. Man, what well, did you bring it? She got her ass whooped. She did. Yeah. You know what? In, in a lot of ways, um, you know, AEW keeps a lot of these things like in the cuff. Like, no one knew that she was injured. I didn't know she was injured until you told me. Um, I kind of, I kind of feel like that's a storyline thing. I, I they could have mentioned on Double or Nothing. I mean, I'm sorry, the on the build to Double or Nothing that she was injured, or you know, maybe the you know the Misfits they had injured her. Prior to that, they could have built that into a story going into that match, and they didn't. Uh, so the fact no, they did. People didn't know, did they? They did. Yeah, they, but but when because they moved what, what so episode? fast, you didn't remember. Yeah, they yeah. mentioned it when she had to be replaced from the match that she was injured at the hands of the Outcast. They mentioned it last week on Dynamite. That she's, like she's not hundred percent. Yeah, she's not. 100%. Yeah, she's banged up, but she's still going to give it a go against Tony. But it was just mm. like it was in passing. To your point, uh, you know, I'm sure you're like, hey, let's cut a let's cut a, a storyline video, seeing her yeah. getting jumped backstage or something like that. Something, and, yeah, yeah, something meaningful, yeah. yeah. But the the match itself, I mean, if she was really that injured, and this is one of the things about about wrestlers, man. Like I just like I don't think they needed the match to go that long for it to be that. I don't want to say bad, but it wasn't that good for it to go that long. Right, right. They could have got her in and out of that match, and and I I I would have felt the exact same about the match, right? And just for her safety, I'm not sure. It's kind of like when uh you know Cody maybe it was a Cody situation when he had torn his pec. Maybe she she has a pec tear. I don't know what's wrong with her. Um, and that's what I was thinking too, because I think it's a shoulder. And I was like, okay, well, my hope is whatever they're doing in this match is not making it can't get it's worse. It's not furthering. Yeah, it. it's at a point yeah, where like they're still can't. protecting her to where like she can't hurt herself anymore. anymore. 
Yep. Yeah, because you know I Cody wrestled it. a whole ass match when he was mm-hmm. with that pec tour. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they said that, that for him it was just pain tolerance. Like mm-hmm. it's torn already. It's torn completely off, so Ooh. you can't damage Ooh. it anymore. So maybe this that's maybe that's that. what's going oh. on with uh with Jamie. Maybe, uh, but we don't know. Um, but it, it, the match could have been shorter, and I would have been just fine. Yeah. Um. So once again, something else that was just there, but that was when that was not the fault of anybody. No. So we get that. Then we get to um, the World Trios Championship match. House of Black versus Acclaim and Daddy Ass. House of Black wins. <laughs> Best thing about this match was Max Caster's rap before the Man. match. Man. Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Man. Bars. That was incredible. Bars. Uh, Man. Yeah. There was nothing about this match that, once again, it was just there. It was another match that was average that had no steam behind it. And I felt like this was at the point of the night that I opened up my laptop and I turned NXT on. And I didn't say anything to Rhodesia why I did it, but I was over the show. I was like, man, this show sucks. At this point of the night, this show has sucked to me. Wow. Mm. It flipped after this. It Mm -hmm. flipped. But at this point, I opened it up and I think... uh, the women's match had just started the title match on NXT. Uh, but what were your guys' thoughts about the trios match? It was good to see the claim. Um, Max had a great rhyme there. I love to see that Billy took the pin or, you know, he lost where daddy ass claim didn't. Yeah. Daddy ass guy. He took that spinning round kick. What I don't even know the move, what it's called, but he took that kick from Malachi out um, th- so the good part there is that the claim, I-, I got a little excited when they came out. So I'm like, Oh, maybe my excitement for them is maybe possibly able to come back. And then by them not getting a pin, I was happy about that. Again, it's the visuals too. the open house matches. Those are really, really cool visual things to see. So for me, I, I like that. Again, this is not my favorite match of, uh, house of black at all. I remember a couple was at PLDs ago where I was like, wow, this was like my match of the night. So, but again, you're going daddy asses in a match. So not to say any shade toward him, but I can't really compare him to somebody like, like, you know, the luchadors. You're doing doing a whole lot of caping for this show. Just say the match wasn't good. Like, it's okay to say that something's not good. No, I would say say this match was just there. I'm not going to say this match wasn't good. I would say this match just wasn't there. I, I think the FTR match was terrible. This match was just there. Hey, Matt, we need somebody on the show to kind of put the cape on for AEW, you know, kind of soften the blow. You know, because we, we got a lot of fans that are, you know, are diehard AEW fans. So we need somebody to kind of represent but I, them. But so I love AEW, though. But it's okay to call something. Like, it's, it was funny looking at social media accounts last night. And you could tell people who are just blind faith AEW fans yeah. because they were just like, every match was fantastic. Every match was great. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's not how, let's be real. Like, it is okay to say rough. This was a rough one. But it Next wasn't a rough one. The show. But it this, wasn't this a show rough was not one. good. This show was oh not good. Oh, my God. No, hey, to this you know, point. No. To this point. This no, show was not that, good. This, no, this, the, look, the battle I, I was am, not bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I am a House of Black fan. I love House of Black. I think we need more of them on the show. Yeah. And. I love I love the acclaim too. Like those, yep. these are 
groups that I think we need to see more of. I think they have it, but they didn't have it together. Something wasn't clicking. And it's funny to me. Like, every time I hear the, the name Daddy Ass, I laugh. It's just such a funny name. And you guys feel so comfortable calling this old man Daddy Ass, right? That's you his name. Big, you He's got his name. And I'm Big Daddy. I don't get how but you're not. you feel comfortable. You're not, though, man. Calling this man you're Daddy. not, man. You're not. Yeah, He's Daddy Ass. You. I think that's I, I what they a, call him on commentary. The only person who calls you that is you. You can't give yourself a nickname that. and try to like no other people give you the nicknames. So you take it over and say question. it like that. Let me ask. This is a legit, only person who can give themselves a nickname is Michael Jackson. This, this, when he this did is King a of legit, Pop. honest question. I had a, a a cup last week. It had Big Daddy. You think that people would make a cup for me called Big Daddy? That's what was my name. Like yes, it was the only. Me. It was the only cup on the shelf. They asked and you, I was they say, for a mug what cup, and they said, oh, and what do you want? Big Daddy. And you were like, give me the <laughs> cutest font you have and put the name on there, Big Daddy. No, they they knew. Trash right? so Daddy, Come on, Daddy the ass. Big the Daddy. Font. Right? He was but the yeah. cutest font. But yeah, the match, the, match, the match didn't click, and I didn't know why. I was asking, I don't know if I remember. Was that was they announced this match? They announced it. On, it, announced. it was on Rampage. Like, okay, it was, I didn't watch Rampage, but I was actually kind of excited for the match because I'm like, okay, now because to your point, Matt, I wasn't feeling to show up until this point. Okay, we got the claim coming out. Max cut a hell of a uh, of a rap. We got <laughs> one of my favorite acts, House of Black. Okay, let's go. And mm-hmm. then the damn bell rung, and just some just didn't click. And I didn't know why. It didn't help that it was a lot of leg focus on anthony like it was a it was a lot of that it just it it was just it was just there but mm. now it's time okay so uh the crowd popped for the rap before nothing really in the actual match they they kind of popped for the house of black house of black entrance nothing really during the match Mm-mm. the crowd is now flipping for the remainder of the show mm-hmm. and it started with jade Entire Valkyrie's entrances. Yeah. They had a really good match. Really good match. You could maybe argue Jade's best match outside of that one match she had with Anna Jay on TV a while ago. Uh, we had a false finish that was super believable super on Jade. Believable. That was great. Uh, really good match. And the crowd was there. Mm-hmm. So then, this is what started making me turn a little bit because I was shitting on this crowd the whole entire night. I'm like, man, they're they're adding to why this show is not the best. And then I really thought about it, and I think maybe what that crowd was besides, hey, yes, they still got to get out of Vegas. No more Vegas. It's been cool, great. Get out of Vegas. Um, I don't think those fans were and are. AEW loyalists and anything you give me, I'm popping for. We see that in some markets. Vegas was not that. It's a WWE night. crowd. Yep. And I think it was, you're going to make me pop yeah. tonight. Because the things that should have gotten a pop got a pop. The return of Stan Lander, she looks incredible. Incredible. Big reaction. I love what she's, I love what she's done with her body. Everything in the Fatal 4-Way, big reaction. Everything, Anarchy in the Arena, big reaction. So then is it wasn't the crowd, it was what they were seeing. So now that goes back to what we talked about around the booking of the show 
the emotional investment in the story. Maybe they kind of felt like we did. And it was, this stuff is just here. And until I get something that's worthy of me popping for, I'm going to just sit here and watch. I'm going to sit here on my hands. Because there was nothing in those last three matches that that crowd sat on their hands for. And I was like, ah, that should have got a bigger reaction. Not to I me agree anyway. with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Hey, you know, sometimes in life you get what you deserve, right? Not always, but sometimes you get what you deserved. And the the booking for AW for months has been lacking. The bill for most of these matches have been lacking, and so you get a lot of matches that there's no investment in, right? Because mm-hmm. AW can't continue to ride the wave outside you got your your, dar, your diehard AEW fans who love the train wreck moves 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 right but right. you can't give that to everybody because that that shit gets old after a while right if you this is the old story if you got the, the the beautiful girl guy right and at first you know they have a beautiful smile they look great they're just super fun but after a while you need more than that you need more than looks you need more than a pretty smile. You need to have a conversation. You need to have something that you can get invested in emotionally beyond just the physical. And I think that's sometimes what AEW does. Is it's a lot of like, hey, look at me. You know, we're doing these crazy things, but they're they're not getting a, they're not getting an emotional connection with the audience through storylines and characters. Uh, I think they're failing in a lot of regards. Um, we'll get to the pillars match in, in in a moment, which I thought was phenomenal, right? Um, but you know, Jay came out. Like, you know, I didn't expect her to come out there. She had a little dance, you know, she's doing her things. She looked great, you know. And as you said, I think, to me, I think this was her best match. I mean, I think she's had some good matches leading into this, but this was, for me, her best match. Um, The two of those girls did a a great job in that match. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. Like, I like, I'm a Statlander fan as well, but this is another one of those storylines I didn't like her. Oh, Winning let's let's, the way let's she get won. to it. Let's talk about Wait. it tonight. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about it. I didn't like it. Okay. All right. We go in there. I was going to talk about the match still. Go ahead. Nah. Like, I, I didn't like it at all. Um, You know, because here's the thing. I, I'm all for her winning. Like, she, for me, they could have had this match on Dynamite, and it would have been better because Chris is coming back. She's the, you know, um, you know, welcome back hero, right? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of comes and she beats – Jay, after she's had a very back-and-forth match, right? Jay's tired. She's had a physical, enduring match, and she comes back, freshes a daisy, and beats her for the championship. I felt like they would have gave, you know, Jay another couple of days when she's fresh, and then, you know, Chris comes back and beats her because she's underestimating her, and she doesn't have the out of, oh, oh, I just had a physical match. I don't think Jay needed the out, right? I think it was time for her to kind of drop that title, I think it would have been better served for the Chris Statlander face character to win and beat a fresh um, JD on a show to where she's not, you know, already having, uh, she already had like this great back and forth match. Like to me, I think they did her a disservice. Um, I didn't like it. And I loved it for that reason that you didn't like it because it did give Jade an out. Jade has won 60 matches in a row Mm -hmm. and Jade is now feeling herself. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody here that can beat me. I'm so much so, exactly. This. So much so that after the match, she's still saying it's an Correct. open challenge. So, Amen. <laughs> like, this is all y'all got? That's yeah. why I loved it. Because it gave mm-hmm. us a big pop for Stan Lander's return, which at this point, this show, show sorely needed. 
to the point where I'm like, damn, did they send back this show just to get a huge reaction for this? That's how bad I thought the show was leading up she? to this match. And she comes out, and it's like, you had, you said, it's open challenge. Just do it right now. That's why I really, really liked it. I, I think it does give Jade an out. It now gives Jade something to sink her teeth into because now I've been screwed, right? Quote, unquote. Like, it's, it's, why, why, does, why does the heel character need an out? She's the heel. Why does she need because, an out? Because she's 60 and 0. That's why. And it's like, my first loss, I want to be able to, even though my cockiness is the reason why I lost, I'm the one that gave out the open challenge. It ain't, here's... Here's the problem with storytelling and building. Like, they need to stop these when the villains are telling the truth. Like, right? The, the, is, she, is she really a villain when she really got screwed out of the but match? Every villain, like, every villain can. Every villain has their story where it's the truth. There's a little bit of truth in it. The little but, bit of but the it's truth usually is, a twisted. It's a twisted truth, though. Well, the, that well, they the can tell that kind of makes sense. This is not a twist. Okay, true, but no, the twist is she didn't think Stan Lander was there. She's been doing open challenges for the last year. And it's been some of the local talent. It's been some of the people we know had no shot. No, it bit her in the butt this time. It she sure came is. off of arguably her best match. And you still think your shit doesn't stink enough to where you're going to do an open challenge after that. You got what you deserved. Yep, that is heel one-on-one. Like, that's why I liked it. it I think, yeah, I could have seen, you know, uh, Stan Lander show up and then they go. What I thought initially was when they got on the mic, I even said it out loud. They got on the mic and they started doing this whole thing of there's nobody left, open challenge. I was like, okay, you bring Stan Lander back here now, and then you do this on collision for the first episode in three weeks. And then when the ref comes out or something happens, I was like, oh, no, they're about to go now. And I was like, I, mm -hmm. I like that even more because now that gives Jade a built-in excuse. Yep. I'm going to assume we're going to get a rematch, and Jade's probably going to lose again, right? I don't know if I really want to see her go. That was something I was battling with last night. Um, kind of like with the Bianca thing. Do you go right back after right away, go for your rematch now, or do you just kind of like reevaluate life for a second? And I think that I think I'm probably landing where Jade maybe need to reevaluate her life for a second, but I can see both ways. Or do you immediately take her now to the top belt? Could do that too. But that'd be they could, did, they, they could have did this on Dynamite and had the rematch on Collision and finish it up and then move Jade to something else. I could be. I thought they. I thought skill. the ending was. I thought the ending was perfect. I loved it. Um, I want to touch on the match for just one quick second though. Taya, um, she moves kind of slow, uh, but kind of like all her moves are intentional. Mm -hmm. And usually, I don't really like a slower match. But I actually really like her a lot. So I was a little bit disappointed that she didn't get the victory because I thought that out of everybody, again, taking Chris Lander out of this, out of everybody that Jade was going against when she got to that big number, that uh, no, that person's not going to be the person to take her, her win or her belt from her. But I thought for a hot second that Tyo actually was going to win. I really did. And I was a yeah, little disappointed I, about it. I kind of, like I said, I knew it, it wasn't when I'm like, she's got to be ready. Sandler's got to be ready. This is the reason why we've been waiting this long. And when she came out, she looks incredible. Like, I'm just hoping she stays healthy this time, you know, to blow out both knees almost damn near back to back, Ooh. it seemed like, and be gone for as long as she was. Um, I'm really happy for her. Really happy for her. Really happy for what Jade has done. You know, I I think I forgot to hit the round of applause for Jade. Holy hell, we did it for Bianca. We got to do it for Jade. Absolutely. You know, 60 wins in a row. Held that down. You know, continue to improve. It's going to be really interesting to see, like I said, what 
she moves on to now. But loved, loved it. I loved it. I, I really did. So then the show turned for me because then we go to the four-way. And it was MJF. He pinned Darby Allen, as he said on the press conference, with a fucking headlock takeover uh, in the four-way. Uh, I'm glad to hear, E, that you did enjoy the match. You weren't hype on it at all. You didn't like the, the buildup. You said typically the four-way, you know what you're going to kind of expect. You're going to get a lot of crazy moves, et cetera, et cetera. What I was really banking on, and it worked, was MJF's not going to do that. So they're going to make this match in a way that it complements everybody. And I do think this is probably a match that everyone came out looking better than they did going in. Maybe besides MJF. MJF is just fantastic. He's incredible. Um, but I think everybody looked good. I really did. Uh, before we get to the match, congrats, right? Yay. To yep, Tay Mello and Sammy for announcing uh Tay comes out with that fat face. So it's like, okay, <laughs> she may be pregnant. They all come out there in all white. I was like, man, her face looks really big. When's the last time we've seen Tay Mello? Because she wasn't yeah. looking like that last time we saw her. I, man, but it's always surprising when these women announces that they're pregnant. I'm like, last time I saw you, you were like incredibly thin. It must have been. And then yeah. like out of nowhere, it just pops. <laughs> it had to been a, a while since we saw yeah. her. But that was, that was really, really cool. Yeah. Love that they were able to announce it the way they announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so what were your guys' thoughts on that and, and just the, the match in general? I was happy with kind of all their entrances. Um, they kind of had their own little time to shine coming in. I guess maybe besides Jack Perry, but he did come out first. But the Darby video package, um, I I wrote to myself, I think I'm supposed to like this. I just don't quite understood what I saw. Do y'all have any explanation of what that video package was supposed to be? Him getting married or crashing a wedding? No? Yeah. No, at, at this no. point, I, I was finishing up watching... Uh, Brown <laughs> yeah again the, oh, wow. the the package i think we were supposed to really really enjoy um but i just didn't i didn't quite get it um and then mjf it wasn't the best one yeah i just it, i missed something i think i really think i missed something. well i was irritated no. that sammy had a new video wall mm-hmm. and they didn't shoot it and it was it was directly tied to the match that you gotta you have to show that video in its totality, and then pan out to them coming out. It was like, and I get because they did that with Darby. I get that. Uh, but then do it for everybody. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Give everybody their special entrance. And damn, can we please shut up on commentary sometimes? <laughs> MJF has this fantastic, bigger, larger than life, I'm the number one guy in the company entrance, and they're stepping on it. We know we're not supposed to like MJF. I don't need you to whisper in the microphone, oh, look at this guy. Oh, this, this, here we go again with this. Shut up. We, we get it. Lay out. Let the moment speak for itself. Then once his music hits, he gets in the ring, then talk. But damn, man, it is okay to like just shut up sometimes on commentary. That, that bothered me. Well, they have to do that because they did a piss poor job in selling him as a heel. So you got to plant those little small little seeds. I get your point. But again, going into it, a lot of people still felt like MJF is, yeah, he, we're supposed to hate him because he's supposed to be a bad guy. But a lot of times he talks, he speaks from the truth. There's nothing better than seeing him flip off the crowd and the crowd's cheering. <laughs> it's like, but that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. So they had to do that little whisper. It's not working. Yeah, like you're fantastic as a heel, but everybody loves you. Like, try to lean into that. Sorry. Uh, 
I like how they all got um, in the beginning of the match. They all were able to get their rocks. Off. Well, no, actually quite the opposite of that. They were able to jump MJF um, kind of in the beginning. They had a little time to each one of them to kind of beat them up. I thought that was cool. I thought this match actually was not like a car crash. It was it's up tempo for me. This is no spoiler. My favorite match of the night um, for Double or Nothing. But I thought all around this was just a really there were so many great spots. I don't want to take from y'all, but the four-way submission move, how wonderful was that? I yep. mean, just the Spanish fly it made sense. onto MJF. It made sense. Like, it yeah, wasn't like, something that it was like, okay, that would right, never happen, right. and, and y'all figured it out. Nope. Yeah. It all made sense of how they got to that. It was reminiscent to me of, like, how, and this is, this is a high bar and a high standard. It was really rem- reminiscent to me of, like, the elite in the Lucha, um, Luchadors, um, Lucha Libre brothers. Like, that to me was, like, the synergy there, it felt really good. And like you said, it wasn't like like a cliche or, or a gimmick. Come on, let's go do this. No, if it was so fluid. Overall, I really love this match. Yeah, really good match. I really enjoyed it. I was glad that I enjoyed it as much as I did because going into it, I wasn't that excited to see it. Um, but it definitely was phenomenal. Um, you know, like the, the Sammy announced that he's going to be a dad moment. Um, that was the moment for me. He turned heel, I'm sorry, face, excuse me, face in the Terry house. Because, um, you know, easy love the kids. And it's mm-hmm. ironic. It's ironic because I think one of the, the times that actually turned me off to Sammy's, I think he was talking to Ethan Page and Ethan said something about his kids. And, you know, Sammy's uh, the baby face at the time. He said something about like, hey, you know, I don't give a shit about your kids. Right. So it's, so it's, it's, it's ironic in this moment. He used his kid to kind of turn himself back for me. But that was my like, oh, yeah, Sammy. Let's go, Sammy. Like, I was chatting for him. It was, and it was a good moment. Overall, good match. A lot of the nice spots. I didn't feel like it was a, a car crash at all. Um, I think a lot of the, the nice, cute spots um, mm-hmm. that were really nice. Really nice match. Really fun match. Um, a lot of, you know, good energy. I thought I was like, but, but at the end with the headlock takeover pin, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> he actually got that, uh, that, that spot that he wanted, so. Turn around, smile at the camera before he did it. It was just so, like, as much as I hated the the show before Taya and Jade, I loved it after. I did. And I thought um, one of the best parts of the four-way, besides, of course, they had a lot of spots that was death-defying and all that. What I loved was all of their odes to their mentors. Right? and and, Yeah, yeah, and... The people that they love. Sammy hitting the frog splash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby hitting the scorpion death drop. Uh, wow. Sammy hitting... Oh, no. Was it... Who was it? Was it... No, I think Sammy did the lion tamer, too. Also. Um, yeah. What did... What did... Uh, he did the... Jungle um, Boy hit. What did Jungle Boy hit? Unprettier. Yep. He hit the unprettier, and then MJF hit the crossroads. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right, and they like, talked about awesome. Cody Rhodes on commentary too. Like, wow! Yep. It's <laughs> like if you know, you know. Like, those are some of the cool things where I don't need you to spell it out for me. But watching it, it's like, oh, that was super cool. You talked about the finish being, you know, what it was. That was a callback to their initial match. You know, like it was, it was that match was was awesome. I, I give a plus. Uh, I thought the match was was awesome. I thought it was everything that I thought it would be. I said like, hey no matter what the buildup was, we know this is probably going to be for me, the match that we talk about after the show. Uh, and I actually liked it better than I thought it would be that. And I thought it would be Seth and AJ. And I thought this one killed Seth and AJ. 
I agree. So, you know, take all I the boxes. With Sammy, when he went on his explosive spell, it, it in my mind when I was watching it, I'm like, man, I really forget like how good he is as a wrestler, you know, because he's he's such a good bad guy. Just seeing like the moves he was doing, the Spanish flies, I'm like, this this dude is this dude is it, and I and I forget that a lot of times because he's usually JAS, one of the henchmen of Jericho. Uh, it, it just being able to see this, I thought all of them came out looking better, like you said, again minus maybe MJF because he is the top guy, but they all came out looking better. Um, Jack Perry, I just knew he was about to cheat, and he didn't. You know, so, I love so. they played on that. Yeah, <laughs> I love they played on. He was pissed. The smart that he didn't fans do it thought that he was on yeah. turn heel, and yeah. he's crowd booed his ass too. Yeah, sure did. It's like you should have yeah, used they, it, buddy. <laughs> you should have used it. Um, but I mean, just all of it. I thought this like I thought this match was perfectly produced, um, and it was everybody coming out of that to me looked better. Bravo. Hey, you know, Sammy, real quick, this this new babyface run he's obviously going to go into, I hope he gets the editor. Somebody like, hey, what do you think you want to say tonight? Like, hey, 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 yeah. don't say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, say yeah. this. <laughs> like, yes, I want. I, he needs an editor so he doesn't say, because I get, like, the comment he said to Ethan Page, you know, was a year ago at this point. Um, it was kind of a homage to Brock Lesnar saying it to Heath Slater. At, you know, you guys remember that when yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heath yeah, was in the said, like, you're like yeah, he's like, I don't give a shit about your kids, right? <laughs> that was a cool moment. Could that work for Brock? He was a heel, Sammy. That doesn't work for a baby face. So get Sammy an editor. Get all those guys an editor, right? Like, hey, what do you want to say tonight? Hey, does that move forward your character or does that hurt your character? Just somebody to kind of run something by before they go out there. Well, I think uh, Wednesday he had a really good promo. It was cool. It was yeah. calm. He articulated mm-hmm. himself well. And uh, kind of real quick to go back to their pregnancy. Now we know why Sammy's the face. Because when he turned face, I, what I thought to myself was, okay, great. He's getting cheered now. But when Ty gets back on camera with them, they're going to boo again. And now they're not because Aww. I don't see her being there for a while. And then, of course, when she comes back, she's going to get a huge baby face reaction because she's back from having a baby. So it hey, you know, they, it's funny. They talked about that. Um, Ty and Sammy talked about that on that show they do. Yeah. Uh, I can't the think of the name show. of it. Yeah, they mentioned about it. Yeah, access something. They, they said, hey, do yeah. you think it's a mistake that we got on camera together? Uh, actually, I stopped watching. I don't know what they said at the end, but. Yeah, I think I watched the first two episodes. And then I was like, ah, whatever. And I kind of moved on from it. Kind of like Rampage. Um, Anarchy in the Arena was the main event. Shit's about to hit the fan. Yep. And I am glad this was the main event. Because yeah. the four-way, the four-way didn't take from Anarchy in the Arena. But Anarchy and Arena would have taken away from the four-way if you would have flip-flopped those matches. So they did it perfectly. Um, violence. <laughs> violence and more violence. I, I still think the four-way was the better match. See, by Probably by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. But we got what we wanted to get out of the, the Anarchy and Arena match. Insanity. Violence. Um, crazy spots. In that match, it was, I think it was what it was supposed to be. What, what was shocking was it wasn't shocking that uh, BCC won. I think that was even my prediction. BCC wins, and then we get Kota Ibushi because after you know, Takeshita um, cost them the match, which he did. So I think we get Ibushi here soon, if not, you know, at uh, Forbidden Door before Forbidden Door. But what was surprising was the BCC member they got the pin. 
Willard Yuta got the pin. And to think about, hey, a year ago, mm. hell, maybe even eight months ago, hey, guess what? You're going to pin Kenny Omega in the main event of an AEW pay-per-view. No matter who else is involved in the match, you would be like, holy hell, what is that about? That's you insane. You know what? That's crazy because what I remember was, damn, Kenny took the pin. And not thinking like, oh, God, who pinned him? Well, you're right, you did. Yep. And that's when... Um, I wouldn't call him Cesaro, damn it. Um, but when he put him on his shoulders. But I'm like, wow, you're right. And we knew this. Yep. So we knew this a year ago that evidently they must have some really, really um, big plans for Yuta. Because at one point I'm like, why is he still on my TV? <laughs> but, but we see yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. How cool uh, was yeah, that for Omega contest. to get the pin? Or to take the pin? Yeah, take a pin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good match. Awesome. Good match. Um, very interesting uh, ending, you know. Um, to catch the coming out, and I think it does open that door for you know um, Coda to come in, which I think is phenomenal. I think uh, I think that Kenny say something online about hey he, he might have a friend or two that might help with all this drama. Yeah, going I don't on. I don't know where it came from because I didn't see it. So I just saw somebody mm-hmm. tweet about it. He guess he did a post show uh, promo and he said that he has one or two friends that aren't in AEW that he's sure he can call on and. They, they'll be there. He said, the, he said at the scrum? I didn't see the scrum. No, he wasn't. It wasn't the scrum, so I don't know where it was at. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't on the scrum. It was cool. The scrum, I, I fell asleep on it, but they had all the champions show up, and uh, Brian Danielson was the last person. So it was cool. So it was Statlander. It was MJF. It was Orange Cassidy. It was uh, Tony Storm. MJF was on there, and too, And I right? think it was Dan- uh, Brian Danielson, and then Tony kind of talked. I still got to watch it. I feel like I said, I fell asleep on it, but... Um, it was cool. It, it, it was it was a good. They figured out how to properly bleed, work and shoot in these scrums. We'll see what happens when uh, CM Punk comes back if they hold to that. But uh, you can tell that they're they're really kind of figuring out their way around these scrums now. I'm sorry. I so the match. Um, this was the main event. Do you guys agree that it should have been in the main event spot, even though it wasn't the best match on the card? Hindsight being 2020, yeah. Because, again, how can you come from that? You would have only buried that next match after them. Whoever would have followed what we saw, and this was chaos in a good way, um, they would have been doomed. I'm completely happy, especially now seeing how the whole night played out. Yes, I was happy with them ending the pay-per-view. Yeah, I was fine with it. So, uh, overall, let's give this one a score. We didn't give uh, Night of Champions a score just because we all were high on it. A to F. What would you give double or nothing? So, the residential caper where I'm going to give him an A. I still really like I still like I still like this I know you just gave me that crazy look I still like this double or nothing there was a couple matches I didn't give a crap about or one match I didn't care about at all one was just there but I still like this pay-per-view so I'm not gonna let you um, make me feel a different way I like this pay-per-view I'm still giving it an A I give it an A minus but I'm still giving it an A is it a bird is it a plane um (laughs) it's super roadie (laughs) <laughs> so yes um no great main event great four-way um i liked the jade match a lot 
Uh, I thought the finish, I, I thought the Statler thing could, I didn't hate it. I thought it was unneeded and they could have moved that somewhere else. Okay. But I sat through so much of that show, I'm interested. Um, I'm going to probably say a C minus. Um, because I, I, I think that is rough that I felt that way for so long for a show I had to pay hard money to watch, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a C minus because I, I, you know, I felt like going up until like the last couple of matches that it was another episode of Dynamite, to be quite honest with you. And I don't have to pay to see Dynamite. So I, I, I expected more. But like I said, sometimes we get what we deserve in life, right? We weren't interested. Well, I wasn't interested in most of the 90% of these matches going into the card. So I guess I got what I what I was looking for when I actually watched the show. I, you know, I was uninterested in ninety percent of the matches. I mean, so I mean of the show. So yeah, okay. I gave it. Um, I would give it a C. Let me stick at C. I was close to saying C minus. Uh, I was close to saying C plus. I'll go right in the middle of C. I thought I thought it was average. And I think that the last three matches to me were some of my favorite memories from the weekend. And that took it up to a C. I absolutely yeah. was ready to give the show a D minus F going into the TNT Women's Championship match. So I put uh, two polls up on Twitter. Shout out to everybody that voted. I did one for Night of Champions and I did one for Double or Nothing. Night of Champions, 38% of people gave it excellent and good or great. Those are two different options. It was, you say the show is excellent, good or great. 38% in both, 18% average, 6% horrible. So the person who said horrible or, or people, I'm going to assume your favorite wrestler must have lost. Wait, or that was you were, Night of Champion, you said? Yeah, that was or you okay, were okay. just super anal about the title match going on first. I don't know how anybody can say that show was horrible, but everybody has their opinion. So thank everybody for voting on that one. Uh, double or nothing. Number one vote getter was average at 40%. Good. Great was 36%. Excellent was 17%. Horrible was 7%. So number one was average for double or nothing. Number one was excellent. Good. Great for night of champions. So there you go. Let's break uh, down what we did for night of champions before we get out of here. Best match. You mean for double or nothing? No, I said like like we did on Night of oh, Champions. Okay. Best match on the card last night for Double or Nothing. What you guys got? The Pillars match. Same Pillars match, absolutely. Yep, that's what I got. Four way. Uh, best entrance. Sammy and Tay Mello. I'm going uh, Jade. Really enjoyed that. Yep, I took Jade also. Sure did. Best look. Miss Jay Cargill. I'm going Jade again. She looked like a billion bucks. I took Tay pregnant in all white was the best look last night. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Uh, MVP of the night. I would give it to Orange Cassidy. Wow. I'm giving it to the baby in Tay's belly. (laughs) (laughs) Turn, 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 turn the daddy... Face over here, cause I had no interest <laughs> in Sam. I went, uh, I went MJF from 
the match to the promo mid-match, he continues to be, at times, I think, head and shoulders above who he's in the ring with. So I want MJF. What was your oh my God moment of the night? You cannot say it on three. Because <laughs> I know it's all the same. I don't know. You sure? I'm positive. You want to do it or you just want me to go? No, just go. Because it may okay. not be. Let's see. It is the explosive super kick. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Statlander. Statlander. Wow. Um, ending the, the streak. On a pay per view, I I, ex- I expect it to happen. Just now on a pay per view, and when she came out there, I mean, it was nice, a little pop, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, that was actually what I went with. I went with Statlander's wow. returning a uh, victory. Yep, sure did. Top reaction. What was the top reaction from you last night? Was when Jade won her match and got her sixty and zero. I was like, whoa, no, Taya was supposed to win. That was before we saw what okay. happened afterwards. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go my reaction just for in general for the pillars match. You know, I was down on the match. I wasn't interested in seeing it. You know, Sammy came out and I I immediately won me over. So now I was open Mm -hmm. to the match and it it delivered, uh, tenfold. It was a great match. Nice. All right. So we all three of us have something different. My top reaction. It was a tie. It was one, the exploding super kick, which was (laughs) ridiculous. And then the other was the heel hook into the thumbtacks. Golly, that was insane. <gasps> yes, yes, that, yes, that yes, was That yes. was crazy. Yes. Yep, those yep. were both yep. where I, I think I may have just, I think I may have hollered. I can't remember, but. Yeah. That was that. Uh, so, overall, I didn't get a chance to watch NXT. I watched the two matches. I watched Melo and Braun. I do think that match was a little bit better than the WrestleMania match, but it still wasn't what I thought it would be. So maybe we can deep dive that or talk about that next week. Let's all get a chance to watch it, see if anything happens on Tuesday's NXT. We kind of can talk about what's next for both of those guys. Definitely saw Tiffany Stratton. Uh, congrats to her winning the NXT title. It's time. You guys know how high I am on Tiffany. I think you guys are just as high on her also. I heard that the last man standing match was like off the charts, match of the year candidate type match. Was that the Dijak match? Yeah. So okay. I guess one, I guess we got to go back and watch just so, so we can just see it if it was that fantastic. But it looks like NXT, from everything I saw, may have fared better in the eyes of the viewers than Double or Nothing. So I probably won't go back and watch the entire show, but I am going to go watch The Last Man Standing and then probably that's probably it. That's probably the only other match I'll watch. So a lot of week, a lot of wrestling this weekend, guys. Anything else you guys want to button up with the bowl before we get out of here? Nope. I'm ready to barbecue. <laughs> I like that. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we are talking. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap this. Get a couple of beers. Get a yes. couple of drinks. Get some food. Hopefully, you guys are all enjoying uh, your day, your week. This is the longest pod we've ever done. We are at two hours and. Two hours, six minutes, and 41 seconds as we speak right now. Uh, it's the longest pod we've done, but we wanted to get on, of course, and do the reaction pod because there was no way in the world we would be able to wait until Thursday to talk this and then still talk the happenings in wrestling over the past week. So there you go. That was our reactions to Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. Let us know what you guys think as well. What show did you like better? What did you like? What didn't you like? 
should be some good conversation. Real quick before we get out of here, YouTube, give us a follow on there at That's Freaking Wrestling. Give us a follow on Twitter at That's FNW. And of course, if you are not following the pod by now, follow the pod so you can listen to us each and every time we drop. And as always, thank you guys for your support. We appreciate you. You guys on this Memorial Day, take us home. Like me? Us us guys, me? Both of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was busy doing my normal thing that I do at the end of our show. <laughs> I hope all of you enjoy this day. If you have the day off, may you just remember your loved ones. Remember why we have this day off for the, those who do. Drink some good beer, have some wonderful laughs, and subscribe to our podcast. And follow us on the Twitters. Peace out, y'all. There it is. See you next week. You gotta get a-